I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome to episode 212 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see this episode drops on wednesday april 13th 2016 and my name is dan gorman look just give me some inner peace or i'll mop the floor with you hey my name is casey lyons hey (laughs) (laughs) i'm allowed to say my own words now so i'm just like loosey goosey (laughs) my name is casey lyons and where's the uh, normal bartender regular pete he never misses a shift that's why we call him pete <laughs> uh, my name is Greg Lagro, and if it's a lesson in love, I should warn you, I suffer from a very sexy learning disability. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got tons of stuff to talk about this uh, week. We got things. Oh, uh, two of us saw Everybody Wants Some, while one of us uh, wanted to see American Pie Presents the Book of Love. Mm. We will talk about an album by the Pet Shop Boys. We will roll four movies for next week. We'll get into some uh, reviewing of Fuller House at the end of the episode. But first, we'll talk about things that we uh, got up to this week, what we've been watching, and movie news and more. But first, mm. email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you have any thoughts and or comments. Rate and review us on iTunes because it's been a little while since we got some of those. Uh, go to modernsuperior.com and listen to all of the other podcasts there. Uh, and please visit us at YouTube at youtube.com slash modern superior and tell all your friends about us in real life. Now we will get into the itty bitty tidbit committee. Mm-hmm. This is the segment where we talk about things that have been going on in our lives, what we've been watching, movie news and more. Mm. Um, I want to, I want, it's been a while since I plugged some, since there's been plugs off the top. But I got invited to be on a friend of the network, Bruce Douglas's podcast. Oh. Um, Lonely oh. Nights with Bruce Douglas. Yes. And that should be out, I think. And we got to do some make-em-ups. Oh, a little, uh, little, little skits. Little make-em-ups. Wow. Little, little Im- improvisational <laughs> uh, comedy. Did you go on an improvisational journey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh, boy. That'll be, that was fun. Nice. Yeah. So check that out. What yeah, have you guys I'm, been I'm, doing? I did not know about that. I'm very excited yeah, to hear it. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was did happy. You do, did you do a character? Well, I was there just to be like, hey, we'll both interview the character, but then uh, some twists and turns no. as happened in improv <laughs> comedy. Maybe I got to try and do improv. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword, try. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, best, best of luck to you. I'm excited uh, yes, to hear it. Yes, and did some things. Not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man! Well, that sounds like improv to me. I uh, yes, and I of course 
Also'd. Mm. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, sounds like you really ran the gamut. Should have yeah. gave it some maybe ifs. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Turn that thing sideways. Totally. And then made some fart noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that uh, was my exciting non-high school movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That oh, was my high uh, school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. High school. What mm-hmm. uh, What else has been going on this week? Uh, very little. I uh, mean, except for movie news, there's yeah. a lot of trailer buzz. Yeah, yes. uh, this uh, this week with the uh, release of the teaser trailer for the teaser trailer of uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Yes. Yeah, and then the teaser trailer for Star Wars Rogue One. Yes, yeah, and the teaser trailer was like two and a half minutes. Yeah, which is <laughs> that's like just a full a trailer, trailer, right? Yeah. Remember trailer, when trailers trailer. were only thirty seconds? Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, and, well, people always say that. Remember when? Tra- but like, you watch like old trailers from like the early eighties or like late seventies. They were like hundred and fifty minutes. Yeah, it was like the movie. <laughs> you just go, yeah, into different. Sections. If you go back to like the seventies, if you go watch like a like a trailer for some like new Hollywood movie, it's just the whole movie. They yeah. just show here's one see here's one minute from every scene. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Like, there's trailers for movies from back then where they just, like, give you the ending. Like, meh, yeah. here you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, Rogue One, everybody yeah. was excited. Yes. I was super excited. Yes. I watched that thing a few times. I did. Oh, I watched it a whole bunch of times. Many, because many times. Because the first couple times, I was like, I'm not comfortable yet. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was just right in there. Yeah, Immediately, I'm like, I like the tone, I like the look. Yeah. I, I, I like that it feels, it looks... Like it's from the same world, obviously, as our our beloved original Star Wars and this yeah. new one. I can feel the yeah because energy it's very there. close to uh, the beginning of a new hope, right? Yeah. But like it's still earlier than that, and it looks that way. Yeah, and I really like that. It, it got yeah. a great sense of retroism into something that you know I don't know, a really nice touch. I think on the uh, yeah costume this, design. And, now, now this might sound really stupid, but I yeah. I think I figured out what my problem was. What's that? Um, what well, my big fucking problem was, uh, and it's that it's only humans. Sure, it's you did only mention humans. that, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, no Jedi junk, obviously, because there, the, no one thinks there's yeah. Jedi's anymore, right? But there's still many alien races involved in everything. And droids and, droids and, and like the they're they're yeah. rampant throughout the galaxy, and there's none of that. There are Adat walkers, sure, yeah. and there are stormtroopers, but other than that, there aren't a lot of visual signposts. Um, no. and and maybe but that's what my problem. I don't know. When I you f- picture like when you see a lot of the alien stuff, that is a little bit more in the rebellion as it's growing. Like if you spend time like when you're watching the old movies, if you're on uh, a star destroyer or the Death Star, it's a lot it's of only dudes. people sure. and a few yeah. droids. So I think it's a little bit more. We're starting with the small thing, and I think maybe I'm just guessing that we'll see the rebellion gather more steam yes. with alien races as it is moving closer to being able to do something yeah. of worth. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's We've quite got possible. the plans, and then that's what brings other people in. Or in the midst of getting the plans is how they come across more aliens. Yes. I think we're dealing with uh, you know, just something small and uh, totally found, obviously. But right. I, they are. I think that's what... I think it's weird. That's like what made me super excited about this trailer was that it, like... Like Greg said, like it feels a piece of the world of those first movies, but at the same time, it's like... I liked I like that you get the sense of here's something that's going on like with the yeah. Adat walkers like that's oh, not the focus fuck, of the man. scene they're just there and they're running yeah. yeah like it's like there's something bigger going on but here's what's going on in the margins yeah and that's what I'm so excited about with this and hopefully yeah. the other yeah. movies they do uh, but like Casey said 
Where's the aliens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got me. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, th- there's a lot to be excited about. Mon Mothma looks a lot like Mon Mothma. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Big time. Uh, so, so there's and that. It is and that's a, a terrific cast. Man. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a crazy good cast. And all you have to do is show uh, Ben Mendelsohn yeah. standing in a big white oh, suit. And you're yeah. like, he's going to be scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I feel like he'll really be the Peter Cushing. Or, or like I feel like he's going yeah. to sort of fill that role. Yeah, and it's going to be great. Man, I'm really excited about that. And I completely forgot that Forrest Whitaker was in this movie. Yeah. And then when he comes lumbering onto screen, I'm like, oh, yeah. Great. And I like, I like how, like, weird and, like, uh, stilted his dialogue was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you've got to, you, you're making fucking character choices that yeah. are going to be crazy interesting. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. I'm so like, This, I, I, I might be, well, because uh, um, the last Star Wars film was so enjoyable. Yeah. I know many people were like, yeah. about it, but shut up. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you were like, about it, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. Um, go watch Attack of the Clones and see what you think is going on okay. Yeah, um, and then jump so, off a cliff. But So now that I enjoyed that movie very much, um, I look at this one and I think now I have like major expectations again yes, from, yeah. a, from a Star Wars film. But I feel... Very positive in those that I think this looks like a movie that I'm going to fucking really dig. Totally. I, I feel like it's going to be a special thing um, in that it's the first of its kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first of the anthology movies. I feel like it's it's really going to be allowed to stretch its legs out into something that feels tonally different. Yeah. yeah. Like, Force Awakens feels tonally different, yeah. but it's very much a... Um, a Star Wars, yeah. the continuation was of the like Star the, Wars saga. It was like the palate cleanser. Here's, you know, yeah. what you love about Star Wars, you know, in, in a slightly different way, but right. still cool and still new and fresh and exciting. Mm-hmm. And but then now were, we're getting something that's a little bit more... Um, that's going to that's gonna feel like Gareth Edwards' voice. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which I'm excited about because I, li- I liked, uh, I like Godzilla a lot. So did I. Yeah. I was, I think, in the in the minority of people who yeah. really enjoyed that. I, I and I also loved that monsters. movie, but I thought it looked great, and yeah. I adore monsters. That yeah, movie yeah, is fantastic. It's totally that's a fucking perfect movie. Well, yeah. perfect movie, yeah. but it's just it's so well crafted. Rewarding. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 This and, looks almost more on that level because it's it like like it's obviously still a, bo- a blockbuster, but yeah, it like I said, it feels like there's this really cool element of here's what's going on and i feel like he'll have he'll be able to juggle that sort of bigger picture stuff in the margins while yeah. also having this kind of like contained yeah. human really story yeah you, because of monsters because of monsters, because monsters was, was so like that and you'll watch a, be able to watch a star wars movie where um you don't really you won't i i think it's cool we'll go in watching characters that we have no idea if they're safe totally or not. Yeah, because yeah. Most likely are yeah. Not. There's no history for these people, no, other no. than we know that they're ultimately successful right. in Spoiler. getting the plans. But uh, yeah, what does that mean? Maybe though, they all fucking blow up before, right? Exactly. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. So I, I, really, I, feel I highly like, doubt it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know who else can go fucking jump off a cliff and die? Um, and I almost don't want to bring this up because. Uh, I almost just want to leave it as something that <laughs> just now happens in movies. Uh-huh. There's a big uproar that uh, another Star Wars yeah. movie with a fucking chick. I was literally going to. A friend <laughs> of mine said that, that people were upset. And I was like, what are you? You yeah. cannot seen, possibly seen a be lot serious. Of, I've seen a lot of backlash. Yeah, the, the fucking cool thing about it is that it doesn't go. I mean, Force Awakens doesn't go, look, it's a g- 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 girl. Yeah, no. It just. That's who yeah. the fucking story's yeah. about. This movie doesn't do that either. This yeah. movie just goes, hey, look, there's a lead character who's badass. Yeah. Um, 
Well, and, and that's the fucking cool <laughs> thing. And this is leading to to that time where we don't go. It's a girl, yeah. you know, like it's just the, the main character is <laughs> fucking bad. Anyone? Po- what? Why it's, would and you care? Their reactions are so because, stupid because there was like a tweet that like that got circulated around and people were like, look at this idiot where somebody, I guess some kind of pseudo high profile Twitter person said something along the lines of, remember that, like, think about a future where a Star Wars movie has a male character as a lead because that future's not happening anymore or who something. Gives a it's fuck. like, fuck, who, who gives yeah. a sweet fuck? And guess what, dum dum? <laughs> yes, it is. There's going to be, there's still so going to be male protagonists. They're making a Han Solo movie. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. that was the, re- that was somebody retweeted it and then said, like, I guess they're making some weird changes to the Han Solo yeah. character. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so um, stupid. Well, look, if, if you're that shocked that this is still going on in society, uh, North Carolina is still also yeah, a Jesus. place right now. Holy crap. Um, that's very heartening too though that like the whole backlash for that like fucking bruce springsteen fucking rules oh, yeah. yeah and uh joel McHale did something fucking yeah, yeah. awesome too uh, anyway we're listen, not here I know to talk about like to just talk about the people who are awesome who did things for uh, north carolina's but weird. also north carolina no 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 i mean uh but uh brian adams also canceled shows there so yeah. like all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can't and- say springsteen it so was also Brian Adams. Brian Adams, and it wasn't for lack of interest. I no. can't stress that enough. I can't stress that enough. Um, yeah. It, yeah. yeah, you know what? Their neighbors are going to be sleeping quite soundly uh, uh, tonight. That's a pretty weird reference to an album people probably don't remember the name of. <laughs> Do people not remember waking up the neighbors? I don't know if that was going like to be an easy pull. That's my, that's my go-to. Oh. I know well, a that's lot of quite the... reckless of you, Casey. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, it cuts like a knife, doesn't it? Ah, it does. <laughs> and yet I still want to run to you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, let me know over my head. Uh, great. Yeah, Summer see? 69 is about pussy. <laughs> now, let's get down to... Um, there was mm-hmm. another uh, trailer. Another mm-hmm. trailer, okay. Yeah, what? Which that, one? Uh, that what? I feel is going to be divisive in the room. Oh, I think I think I know what you mean. It's the new trailer mm-hmm. for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that, Greg? I did. Okay. I I uh, I'll let Casey take the lead. I feel like you have the most investment here because you were very you you we we were all pretty kind of excited about the uh, original film. We were hoping for something fun, and then I, I even, was the one who went and saw it. Yeah, because I it, saw it, it too. No, oh, we, was that we our picked it movie? as a winner. Yeah, because yeah. oh, we were yeah. like, this we is the gave big it the benefit of the yeah, doubt and right. it's the big feature. big release, and it was god awful. Oh, horrible. Yeah, just terrible. Um, so nobody had any big high expectations for this one. No. Mm-hmm. They've released a trailer. Yeah. Uh, and they're not keeping Bebop and Rocksteady from you. No. They're fully showing yeah. these characters. Yeah. They're playing all of their hands unless, you know, ex- unless uh, I was going to call him Steven Tyler. Yeah. Tyler Perry. <laughs> That's an honest mistake. Same guy. Um, unless Tyler Perry does turn into the little fly scientist guy right. in the movie, they're playing all the cards on the yeah. table. I think this movie looks Fucking great! Um, I think they're I think they're playing the uh, Bebop and Rocksteady card really heavily in the trailer because the first one made a lot of money. Yeah, but yeah. I think um, like it wasn't re- well reviewed. It made a lot of money, and I feel like they need to get those well, people and that we've had what now four or five live action Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtle movies and no Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even a big fan of this shit. I, like when I was a kid, yeah. like it just wasn't really my thing. I, I was, was definitely like, a big. Fan. I was I'm a big just fan. like, where are those? You got to do it, man. 
Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, good for them that finally yeah. somebody went, oh, right, we have to put those fan favorite characters in this <laughs> yeah. fucking crazy movie that doesn't make any sense anyway. Yeah. Have they yeah. used uh, Krang yet? No, and this Why is my not? problem. Where is Krang? I know. I want that. Like, if, if you throw Krang into this movie I'm excited. and get fucking yeah. crazy with that fucking... <laughs> I don't even know how to do his voice, yeah. but it's the best. Dude, throw that brain dude inside of the big, like... Totally. I don't know what that guy's made out of. The big bald fellow that he and he lives inside yeah. of his belly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm into this movie because I, I think I said this about the uh, the the first one, which is like you got to go the full nine. This yeah. is a co- totally ludicrous property, totally with crazy ideas. And the bigger and more out of control you let it go, go look at Deadpool. Let it get big. Let it get dirty with its own kind of mess. Mm-hmm. You know, then you have something I think people might find interesting, not just a fucking Michael Bay, yeah, weirdly yeah. tinted. And that's film, why you know? I don't. That's why, like, I I straddle the line between being excited about it like Casey and being like but it's gonna look like it looks so gross like it just you know what I nothing nothing is appealing like I said it looks fucking greasy and uh, uh, and gross but you know what I feel like is gonna be a good comparison just based on the trailer Mm -hmm. this is my my sort of gut reaction is that it's gonna be a purge to purge anarchy type of feel Uh like where the first one was like I like the idea because I like Ninja Turtles and everything it's just really poorly executed because it was oddly understated for how dumb it was and I think that they're just going to be fucking throwing all their shit all of their feces at the wall get and the seeing what sticks. feces yeah. in there, though. Give it there, let there be a third. <laughs> this movie Listen, will probably end. Working, I want that voice. Yeah. You keep if I get that voice. voice out, I won't talk in my own normal voice ever again. <laughs> well, work on it. I think... Work on it and then just do the podcast thing for the rest of time. They'll likely end this movie. If they don't end this movie on like a Krang cliffhanger. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what they'll do. Then they'll a Krang hanger. together. A, a cliff cranger. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> we have fun. yeah. Yeah, there's a couple things in this trailer that look ah, oh, that looks pretty sweet, like some of the cartoony action. <laughs> the fucking yeah, turtle yeah. van I, looks dope. As I will turtle, watch this the turtle van was when it, I when I went from this looks just disgusting to I might watch this. Yeah, <laughs> I think it looks good, and I think that that tone helps it because like the greasy, disgusting Michael Bayness of it all. Yeah, because I don't know, it's in the sewer where Michael Bay is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I think it looks fun as shit. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything mm. else? Uh, what What else was happening? Those were the trailers I think that I watched yeah. most. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys been watching some things? Oh, yeah. Boy. Let, let's have at it. Okay. Well, I'll change <laughs> gears then slightly. I watch uh, my normal night that I would have devoted to uh, getting some movies in, I went out to a rock and roll concert instead. Mm. Yes, I saw pictures uh, of I that. went to see uh, Iggy Pop at uh, Sony Center here in Toronto. Yeah. Um, Iggy just, uh, his final album, final tour, uh, he, when he hooked up with Josh Homme of uh, Queens yeah. of the Stone Age. And uh, I'm a big, big Iggy fan. Uh, obviously, who doesn't love the Stooges? But I love his solo career. But no, listen, I like some of the albums from his solo career because he started off great, like uh, <laughs> Idiot, Lust yeah. for Life, um, nearly perfect albums, and then uh, New Values is like eh, pretty good. Then Soldiers yeah. like, eh. and then it's like 15 years of just garbage, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just terrible. Blah blah blah. Well, is it, the worst. It, it just. He didn't have people holding him up. No, no. The, the thing is, for the for the good albums, he had people like Bowie holding him yeah. up and going like, "This is what you do." He had yeah, Puppet yeah. Masters. Yeah, yeah. When he didn't have Puppet Masters anymore, he got boring as oh, hell. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. You got that album Instinct. Oh, what a mess. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, there's always glimpses because he's you know he's fucking Iggy. He's got something. He's got this yeah. whirlwind of talent that just needs to be pointed at something properly. And I think Josh Homme did a great job because that new album is fucking terrific. Yeah, post yeah. post pop depression. Yeah, man. I uh, I got into it. They released the three songs like two months ago, and I got hooked on them. And then really, the record came out. It's great. I fucking love. I love. Josh Homme, I love his sense of uh, of guitar progressions. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. The, the self-titled album, Queens of the Stone so Age, good. is mm. fucking so good. perfect. Yeah. I love that it's album. It's beautiful. So good. Um, and the tone, the guitar tone is And he's amazing. really, he's playing Bowie to, to Iggy here, and he's really doing a good job. The backing vocals are in a great place, and they're really leaning on cool. that sound for Iggy, which works really well, that's like sort of a little bit funky and kind of a little brash and theatrical, and the lyrics are really good, and the album sounds terrific, and they played like a lot of it at the show. I was up crazy close. You were crazy close. Holy <laughs> yeah, your shit was I up close. Yeah. It looked like Iggy was posing for pictures for you. Yeah, it was nuts, and he kind of did that at the other stage, and it was a different, he was so, like, I was, I went in there with, like, expectations of, holy fuck, I'm gonna see Iggy, but I also know that he's almost 70, yeah. and I'm not seeing, you know, I'm gonna cut my chest open on stage Iggy yeah you know. but it I went there knowing he's still fucking Iggy Pop and yeah. it's gonna be nuts but it was so much better than I ever could have imagined and his charisma is so out of fucking control <laughs> and but it, well, the great thing about it is he kept on asking for the house lights to get turned on yeah uh, to look at this gigantic audience that was losing their fucking minds and I got this really cool thing from him it was the same kind of vibe I got when I saw Ministry um, last year which yeah. is Ministry's last tour as well and seeing these like kind of punk minded or you know at least yeah. anti establishment figures doing something where there's this change in their aggression where you see something that's not necessarily uh you know a, a bending to a isn't everything wonderful yeah. or like a hippie thing but there's this sense of uh, gratitude um right. that was so like touching and kind yeah. of sad uh, but really, just like this, you know, have, you know, you're this fucking old, and you get these. Well, it's an interesting thing to have the to have a bit of the light of nostalgia on yeah. on sort of that which was supposed to be social upheaval. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's um, interesting. Yeah, it's cool to see. And Iggy looks kind of horrible. Um, like his kind his, of no, dude. Like I like he's in good shape for seventy. And he was moving. He's got that really yeah. bad limp. And a couple of times I was like, oh, no. But then that limp, he would just like, across the stage. I'm like, holy shit, he moves fast. <laughs> and he never stops moving, yeah. you know, and it's really amazing. But, I mean, he's just so twisted. He looks like an old rag that someone has literally wrung oh. the time out of, you know what yeah. I mean? But he's still just like, ah, fuck you. I'm not going down. And it was just, it blew my fucking mind. It was one of the best shows I think I've ever seen That's in my amazing. life. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was just amazing. I was on a high on it for days. And he yeah. said he did a lot of the new album. Yeah. Uh, a lot of classics, I assume. Oh, yeah, but only uh, no Stooges, only Iggy solo stuff, which again, yeah, I was yeah. really appreciative of because that stuff, it means a lot to me in a different kind of way than the Stooges yeah. stuff does. Right. So he did, you know, 60, 70% of the Lust for Life album and about the same of The Idiot and then a couple of things here. You know, he did the fucking yeah. Repo Man song. And, oh, nice. Yeah. It, and it was just That's nuts. cool. And the way people went crazy for these songs i don't know if he maybe even knew that a lot of his like it wasn't just the stooges that we loved you know like these songs mean a lot to people like the place went fucking bananas when he did the passenger yeah bananas oh yeah yeah and he fucking opened with lust for life it's like (laughs) only we can do that (laughs) that's gotta be your closer if you're anybody else you know but yeah it was fucking wild and i had the best time it was just the best the best the best 
That's hey, awesome. And check out the new album. It's great. Hami is a fucking hell of a fucking guitar player, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Ooh, so he's good. Watching fucking... him live, that was a treat, too, because yeah. the, that, that's the band. That's the touring band. It's like, yeah. So Josh Hami's there, too. You can yeah. see that guy be a fucking guitar showman. Yeah, like, he's oh, so good. Boy. Yeah, really wonderful. Nice. Yeah. Casey, anyway. how are you going to top that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can top it, but I can also say words as well. Hmm. Uh, we had a bit of a... Um, uh, really fun horror themed. Yes. Uh, oh, I am weekend. excited to hear about this. Me too. Oh my goodness, guys! I thought I'd the first movie I'll talk about. Yeah. I thought I had seen it. I honestly <laughs> did because I think I just spent my childhood wanting desperately to see it. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of an outlet to see uh-huh. horror movies because we didn't have TV. Mm-hmm. We didn't have. Um, you know, well, we had yeah. a TV. We just yeah. didn't have cable. You're not right, catching right, right. things on exactly. Like, great movies. My or... parents didn't rent horror movies. Yeah. So I'd have to see. At, at birthday parties and stuff like that. So I convinced myself I'd seen this movie. There's no way I'd seen it yeah. because if I had, it would probably have been <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, and I'm so excited because this is... I, I've always thought that this movie is one of those unsung... Well, by now it's pretty sung, but yeah. for a long time it was like, this is a great movie. Why doesn't everyone love this movie? We are, of course, talking about 1988's Kevin Dillon starring yeah. The Blob. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Dillon and Shawnee Smith, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Shawnee Smith. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, and also, <laughs> she's a fucking... She's awesome in this movie. Yeah. Like she, she, sh- I guess people regard her as kind of a scream queen. Yeah. In in some in some ways, mm-hmm. but she should have been bigger because she's pretty badass. In this yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway, Jesus <laughs> Christ, what a fucking! It's, it's a good so good. fucking movie. It's good. It's legitimately a great yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just like oh, it's fun because there's yeah. a lot of great kills and the blob looks really cool and the the effects are fucking top notch. Oh yeah, man. better than anything you'll see in a horror movie these days. Although that's not saying much because horror movies suck now. Yeah, but. Um, um, God damn it! It looks fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's really perfectly written, yeah. perfectly set up, um, and and things are tossed off like, uh, oh, you know, winter's coming. Yeah, they, they just say that, and it's built into the script so perfectly that when that, that, that pays Darabont off, yeah. touch, yeah, <laughs> and and you can see how expertly crafted, like yeah. you can Darabont see what Frank and Chuck Darabont, Russell, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what a fucking great That's team. That's why uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is my favorite of the series. It's got, yeah. that, got that Chuck Russell yeah, touch. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah when I, I saw him, when you uh, <laughs> mentioned in our thread that you were going to be watching that, I got really excited. Yeah. I almost threw it into Me my too. playlist for this week, too. But I was like, no, hold off. And I just kind of hear what he says to get myself yeah. even more worked up. Oh. I haven't seen it in probably 15, no? 15 years. Okay. It, something is, like it's that. Great. It's yeah. great. So good. Start to fucking yeah. finish. Yeah. I saw it Every in the little... theater when it came out. Nice. Yeah. That would have been fucking great. I went with my mom. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That uh, would have been great because there's a really great little theater scene. Yeah. Uh, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, boy. What a, f- what a fucking fun and, and actually watching that first that was the first thing that we watched really sort of colored everything else that we Definitely. watched because sure. it was like oh well we just watched one of the most perfectly crafted uh, uh horror movies yeah. and anything else is going to just feel sloppy yeah and it did because we followed that up with uh, from beyond <laughs> a movie I which love that movie. i like that movie it's a lot fucking phenomenal <laughs> it's in bananas. its way <laughs> but it's it's not a good movie no well, it's not good in is, the way did that the yuzna direct that one or? no yuzna just uh just no, it's Stuart Gordon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but they kind of flip-flopped who totally. would direct and who would produce here and there. Yeah. No, Yesna yeah. just produced that yeah, one. Okay. Actually, I've got another Yesna uh, one to talk about. But yeah. I will just say From I Beyond is a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, totally. It's just a crazy movie. Crazy it's, movie. It's just... It, it, it's not... <laughs> 
it's not great in the way that the blob is because the blob is this like you know it's a legitimately great movie legitimately great movie there's dated aspects about it but it's still like the the way that it's constructed is still ha- like stands up because it's yeah. that kind of like horror thriller kind of yeah, vibe yeah, yeah, yeah. and and from beyond is that like anything will go let's yeah get, let's and get it, weird like, <laughs> like reanimator is totally bonkers and stuff yeah, like that but, and and from beyond is probably even, almost even crazier in its concepts definitely but it's just it's just crazy whereas yeah. like reanimator Re-Animator's yeah. crazy is kind of dark and a little bit and scary under the scary, surface yeah. like <laughs> uh, oh <laughs> yeah yeah but this is just like I mean, it's interesting yeah, enough yeah. because no, it's it is Lovecraft, right? Yeah. It's so, really great. So, you know, oh, it's really cool that you can resonate at this exact frequency. Yeah. And then you can open up this whole other dimension yeah. where monsters fill the air. Now, is that represented on screen? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is part of the charm. Yeah. Right? Uh, I do quite like that movie, though. Just because, there, honestly, there's a lacking of uh, fantastic Jeffrey yeah. Holmes movies from that era, you know? Yeah. Where you can really let him kind of yeah. be the thing. Yeah, and he and he just gets he gets so Jeffrey Combs weird. Yeah, which yeah. is in this movie such a unique in and the fucking, special thing. Yeah, yeah, it's in the greatest fucking way. That's a nice double feature. It, it is, but again, maybe do the blob last because yeah, you should you should have flipped them around. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I wa- right, I watched the blob like a year ago or a year and a half. Like when yeah. I think I remember you talking yeah. about it on the show. When yeah. Emma and I first started dating, we were going on like a horror kick, and I would bring over VHS tapes all the time because nice. she she as someone who goes to art school, was, like, mostly interested in, like, the crazy effects. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, let's watch something really cool. Once I showed her the thing and she'd never seen it, that was, like, we just, we, I, I showed her the blob shortly after the thing. Like, what else has really goopy, weird, gross, oh, yeah, the blob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, th- there's just one. Uh, you're going to watch it again soon, right? Well, maybe tonight. Okay, but but you have seen it. Yeah, there's just something. There's something that happens in it. Telephone booth. Mostly, just one telephone booth. Telephone booth. It's they they set up a character to be a main character, and then they just go psych. Yeah, yeah. In the fucking most beautiful vice grips of blob. (laughs) Just like I'm gonna squeeze this person. Yeah, Um, the way that 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 is executed, like the way. But it's 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 not that. It's the precursor to that. It's like. it, she she gets into this uh, telephone booth to call for help, yeah. and then help just sort of floats by the turn of the thing and just goes, guess what? You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is beautiful. Yeah. It's a but work of art. That, like, punch of how, how that when scene it, ends is when just When it fucking so culminates, because it just culminates. Oh. You don't... I mean, there's gross stuff everywhere yeah. in this movie, but yeah. it's just... Uh, I don't know. I I can't even d- describe it perfectly. God mm. damn it! What a movie! Yeah, yeah. So yeah much I fun. saw that in theaters, and I was like, really, I was uh, twelve or something like that, and yeah. just like kind of like I don't know, because I just started really taking movies seriously, and I wanted to learn like. You know, I wanted. I felt like I needed to know what I was talking about, so I started. I watched a lot of '50s horror movies yeah. that were considered classics. Like I got really, I loved uh, the Day of the Earth. Still, when nice, I was a kid, yeah. I'm like, oh man, awesome, so good. And I was a big fan of the original Blob because every like horror magazine I had yeah. always, you know, uh, the Blob referenced was, it. Yeah. it was like, that, yeah, that was always one of those mainstays. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those movies that was like supposed to be just drive-in trash, but yeah. is actually quite excellent and still is. Yeah, the original Blob is a great movie. And I went to see that with my mom, and I was like, I don't know, you shouldn't have, but this isn't the original. I don't yeah. know. I was already a snob about remakes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I, I hope your mom slapped you right in the face. <laughs> but I came out of it like, ah, is it bad that I like that so much? Yeah. Like, 
Am I like yeah, not? Yeah. Am I not uh, really serious about am movies I, or am something? I trash? Am I yeah. garbage? Am I just a product of my generation? <laughs> no, it's fucking no, beautiful. It's well, fucking the eighties were a good time for remakes. Yeah. Even I would say, I know Casey, you watched Invader, Invaders from Mars recently ish. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad a big, movie. So did I. Yeah, it's a bad movie, but uh, they're going for something. <laughs> yeah, they and are, I, and and it's a they're trying. Yeah, trying yeah. to do a, yeah. their There's, own take on a classic, like a quote-unquote classic. Yeah. You can't say it's not imaginative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got things in it that work. Yeah. yeah. And many so, things that do not. If you, it just doesn't feel like Dan O'Bannon. Like it's, no, yeah. no, no, It's weird that way. Yeah. But if you want to go on like a little kick and watch The Thing, The Fly, The Blob, yeah. and then maybe Invaders. There's a couple others that like aren't as body good snatchers. as those. Body 1978 snatchers. Body Snatchers. Yeah. A fucking terrific remake. Do a little... Yeah. Uh, I gotta, I gotta give that one another shot. You maybe, need, maybe I don't know, man. I love Casey, that movie. I know you watched that one recently, and you weren't so big on it. I really want you to watch the '94 Able Forever version. Oh right, because I watched yeah. that recently, and I thought it was so much fun. I have so Shit, much. That's hey, right. Listen, it's Able Forever, which I find I cannot. I don't, I don't know if I can watch Able Forever no. movies anymore now that I'm a father of a daughter. Yeah, yeah. Because I also won't watch an Abel Ferrera movie unless it has Harvey Keitel's cock. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I just weirdly since I've had uh, uh, since Zoe's been in my life, yeah. I haven't. I, I just put on a couple of Abel Ferrera movies recently and had to turn them off. Yeah. What like, movie which specifically? Uh, Miss Forty Five. Miss Forty Five is so good, though. It's so good, but I can't handle. I know all it's, the fucking it's harsh. Rape, rape, rape. It's harsh. There's so much rape right the I fuck know. away, and I'm like, I, right I'm away. Not, no fun anymore. I'm sorry. I can't yeah. even like film this but out. This is just upsetting. I, me. I'm of, gonna sit here and cry. <laughs> of any of any of the movies that from the 70s and late and and early 80s that do the like rape revenge thing. Yeah. For me, Miss 45 is the one of the only ones that I can I, I can watch and say yeah. where this movie goes yeah. and what this movie is about. They they're not just using it, yeah. but it is no, so I know. hard. And I've, I've seen to it watch. before, but it's it a is. rough it's one. A man. Rough one. The, the, it's very rough graphic. Yeah, uh, and it just yeah, it's got a, a weird pulse to it. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, and I just don't know that I can take the journey anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then I st- just like coincidentally, I started watching Fear City, mm. um, which is another fucking sleazeball I've never movie. Seen Fear City. It's I think that movie's great too. It's got, no, it's pretty. I've seen Fear City before too, yeah. but I was watching the beginning and I'm like, ah, yeah, to get... I need. Uh, it's gonna take me some time. Yeah, I gotta ease my way back to Abel for yeah. <laughs> movies because totally. they're just not. They're... If you, I swear, watch the uh, Body Snatchers movie. It's not. It's a bit more of a just sort of here's a blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. But there's things in that movie that I think are so good. Yeah, so right. so good. It doesn't go. We don't have to get all. No, you won't. You won't get all super depressed about Great. it. Great. That I recall. <laughs> that I recall. Mr. Ferreira. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, I watched a horror movie, and then we're on this horror kick. I'll I'll be really brief about it because there's not too much to talk about. But I watched Cherry Falls. Which recently got released on Blu-ray. Yeah, is this some sort of generational thing? Because I don't. <laughs> I thought the same thing when I saw it on his Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I feel like the, this is well. This like came. A, it huh. came out in in the wake of the post-scream uh, world, where every slasher movie was, you know, landing on DVD with a triangle of faces on the cover, yeah, and yeah. and this was one that had a had an interesting kind of battle. Um, on its way to distribution because the director who was Australian, I believe he made Romper Stomper. He made it. He made. Oh, that's a great. Movie. I think oh, so. Wow. I'm not 100 sure, but he is a, a director who made some movies that were in, <laughs> intriguing, and <laughs> you wouldn't expect to just make a slasher. Yeah. And and this movie got kind of tangled up with the MPAA and and the studio um, decide the Weinstein's. I think decided you know we're going to kind of like take control. So it had a troubled 
production. And I remember when it came out thinking, like, this is better than most of the other slashers because it has this sort of, you know, the, the, the plot of the movie is the murderer is killing a uh, virgin. So everyone in school decides they're going to have to have this big party where everybody gets laid so they can save themselves from the killer. Nice. Uh, so it has this kind of like, oh, we're just taking this kind of, you know, slasher. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like some Kevin Williamson bullshit. Yeah. And and I remember like this movie really takes off at the end and, and gets pretty batshit and funny. Yeah. It, it's a funny movie, yeah. and, but it's a weird movie. And I remembered it being more of an interesting weird than it actually is. It's mo- It's pretty much just like, oh, this is feels a piece of the uh, of the era, but there's just something else going on that isn't allowed out because of its troubled kind of route to uh, being produced. So it's interesting if you're like me and you like diving into these weird movies like this from, from the 2000s that, you know, there was a glut of these things, but you're not going to find, like, I, f- I feel like people are making this out to be this amazing lost, you know, overlooked gem when it's really just, like, a half star better than most of the movies that came out <laughs> beside. Yeah. <laughs> like... Jay Moore is pretty pretty funny and weird in it, um, and and it, it gets <laughs> it there's a whole <laughs> there's a whole subplot in this movie where Brittany Murphy and her dad have this like almost explicitly incestual relationship, but not, and it's never explained. And you're like, there's a version of this movie where there's like something here that you're trying to get at, and it just is weird that you're not talking about it. Uh-huh. Is like, that a like, point for or against? <laughs> like, what are I, we talking about? Like, he, he wakes her up in the middle of the night to be like, and like sits on her bed to be like, have you f- like boned yet? He doesn't say that, but he's like, basically, <laughs> I need have, to know that you boned yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to know if you're safe or not. And it's like this weird, and they always are like really close. Like, they're all, like, they have this weird, too close relationship, uh-huh. but it's never have you addressed. boned yet because. <laughs> Nothing. Well, nothing, that, nothing. That's no, the no, joke no. that you make when you watch it because they're they're going there without going there, and yeah. you're thinking Jesus. you you had an angle here that you were trying to do, and I feel like you've cut scenes out that explain your angle. So now it's just like, what? <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. No, uh, I do not watch that movie. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Why? That's an excellent that's idea. An idea. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, so that was my horror corner of the week. Mm. Real quick, yeah. uh, I wrote down uh, the movies that I wanted to watch yeah. uh, and autocorrect. Um, instead, apparently, I did not watch From Beyond. Apparently, what I watched was From Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that movie was from Beyonce, from the mind of Beyonce, <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey Coombs. If, if, if Beyonce resonates at just the right frequency, <laughs> monsters! <laughs> if she hits the right note. Yeah. But if she hits the note right above, Sasha Fierce. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Uh, uh, anything else? Yeah, I saw something I want to talk a little bit about. Okay. Uh, I'm a, I love um, British crime movies mm-hmm. from the late 70s, early 80s. Love, love, love. So, so good. Um, and I saw one that I had not gotten around to yet. Okay. And if we have any British uh, listeners, they'll probably be like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. So Sarah? Long? Like, uh, yeah. Um, I finally saw uh, Long Good Friday. Ooh, baby. With Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen Helen that. Mirren. And a very young Pierce Brosnan. Yes. Um, he's not in it very much. Whole scads of people are in there. Um uh, yeah, so I, I'd never seen that film before. I, I knew this, the one kind of scene I'd seen, the hot dogs yeah. reference thing. You yeah. know? That was very familiar to me. Um, but yeah, it's just a uh, not a complex storyline. You've just got a, a mob boss who's being uh, fucked with. People are coming at him, and yeah. he's trying to figure out why and from where. And that's it. 
Mm-hmm. And that's your movie. And it's one of the best thrillers I think I've ever seen because it never gets to a screamy point. It just, it, like most British cinema of this time, that's really taut and simmering. Bleak. <laughs> it just cruises along yeah. and then, until you realize that everything is unraveled. Like you go on this kind of journey with Bob Hoskins' character who just cannot fucking see it. Yeah. He can't see what's happening through his own. Uh, bravado and confidence and small-mindedness of thinking that he's in control when he just totally isn't <laughs> at all and it's uh but the but you ride with him like he has such confidence in himself that you go like he knows what he's talking about yeah uh, and you follow along with him and man it just the, the last shot of that movie the last like 30 seconds of that movie is so fucking captivating it's it, it's it's so strong that it made me want to almost start the movie again yeah when you when you have that kind of ending where you go Oh fuck! I think I was looking at it the whole wrong way, the whole, just like him. You know, and I wanted to go back and yeah. just like whiz through these scenes again. And the soundtrack is amazing. <laughs> oh my god, the soundtrack is amazing. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, this has been on my watch list for a million years. Yeah, because it's right up my alley. Hurry up and watch yeah, it. Yeah, okay. It's so good, so fucking good. Yeah, maybe What's I'll watch called? Cherry Falls again. Uh, <laughs> Fri- <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> just as a warm up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Friday is that what it's called? Long the Long Good, good Friday. Friday. All right. Yeah. Um, and Bob Hoskins was kind of nobody until this film. Yeah. This was the thing that kind of kicked him off. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so, there's this, there's, I don't, I don't know how to put my finger on it, what mm-hmm. it is about British cinema of this time period, how it's shot, but there's just this, nothing flashy at any point, yeah. but nothing dodgy either. It doesn't look cheap or simple, but it just, it doesn't, it, it just, yeah, it just doesn't ever shout at you. Yeah. It just really kind of holds this thing, but it really winds you in and over and over and over. I can't get over it. Yeah. Listen, you'll hit play on this it. movie when that music starts. <laughs> I'll be in. in. You are in. I might do a double feature of The Long Good Friday and Charlie Varick and, and do, oh, and do yeah. a little like like movies that you wouldn't expect these yeah. lead actors to yeah, be man. in. <laughs> oh, for sure. Charlie Varick is yeah. a fucking hell I've of a I've been dying movie. to watch that, too. Oh, boy, is that a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but yeah, I I couldn't say enough good things about it. Like that's that kind of like a sweet became a I think an instant staple for me. Like yeah. I will go back to that movie for sure. Awesome, yeah, man, so good, nice. Yeah, anything left? Uh, I had a couple things uh, real yeah. quick. Speaking of movies with a bonkers score, yeah, I uh, took Dan's advice from uh, a way way back, mm. and I watched a movie from 1987, Robert Shea movie called uh, The Hidden. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. great. What a wonderful uh, movie. Oh, my goodness. What a great movie. You're oh, my a... fucking goodness. Yes. What a great movie. You're yes. on a good kick. <laughs> oh, man. You're watching, I, some, I was, you're watching my wheelhouse. Yeah. I, was on, I was on fire this weekend. Man. Um, that movie is And I still amazing. managed to watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Play. Ah, I should go to the hospital, but uh, this yeah, movie's compelling. Hidden, we've talked about it a few times. Yeah, I yeah. Like. I think you and I watched it like the same week yeah. or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so I was like, it, it was in the back of my mind, oh, i got to watch that movie because it yeah. sounds like something interesting. Um, so I was like, oh, we're having this horror uh, uh, movie. And I saw Robert Shea. So yeah. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great horror movie. Yeah. Well, it's not a great horror movie. No. Um, it is a fucking dead-on great uh Buddy cop movie, yeah, sure. Um, uh, like but, a, like but a, not necessarily even that because like a it's hyped not like up sci-fi buddy cop, yeah, action hi, action horror hybrid, yeah. yeah. But like the the sci-fi element is, uh, it it pushes the story obviously, yeah. but it's not. Um, it's not the tone. Yeah, yeah, it's not the tone. Yeah, it's just a a, a real, and it's not really a buddy cop movie necessarily no. because they eventually sort of get to that point. Yeah, but. It's it's just 
such a pleasant movie. Yeah. Like, it's just such a great movie to watch. And it was missing all of the things that I wanted it to be. And and still, uh, and still, I was so fucking captivated yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Loved it. I think uh, if I can make a recommendation, I think you pivot from horror. Stay on the New Line Cinema in the early 80s, uh, late 80s kick, and watch Quiet Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a VCR? Right. No. Oh, okay. No. I that lend you Dan Gorman's yeah. copy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I can probably uh, procure it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then just real quick... Um, that same night, uh, we watched a movie. Another movie that I that I suspected that I'd seen, but I I hadn't seen it in the longest time. I watched a video drone. Nice. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. Sleazy. There's a lot of things about uh, David Cronenberg that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Video drone is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just it, like. I see what you're doing. I get it. Yeah. It's just, it's clumsy. Mm-hmm. It, well, no, you know, it's not clumsy. It's not actually that. It's that's, just a different time, man. It, it is. And there's a lot about it that is actually quite prescient. Yeah. Um, uh, in the, you know, like the, the new media and the way, yeah. you know, people get wrapped up in the media and, yeah. and, uh, um, and, and let it sort of inform them and whatnot. But, uh, just the breathing videotapes. Oh man, I'm so, so down for that movie. <laughs> Tummy vagina. But yeah, very yeah. few movies have such a distinct personality or presence that Videodrome has. Which, like, I when I saw it, I was way too young to see it when I saw it. And yeah, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but it had such a look and feel to it that it was just so identifiable like even in scenes that aren't with weird shit going on it just looks like yeah. that movie and there's things and it sounds like that movie there's such a world there that yeah i don't know if it's completely perfect all the time or hits everything it wants to but cronenberg's all over the map with some yeah. of that shit particularly in those years see i yeah. think it i think it does hit everything that it wants to i just think that some of those things are like uh Maybe you could have been a little more subtle with that, but then he clearly wasn't going for subtlety, yeah. and yet he kind of was, uh, because there's something really nice about you know like the the big crazy antagonist being mm. this uh, company that sells um, uh, or or that uh, donates eyeglasses yeah. to third world countries, yeah. and yet also so there's the tie-in of of you know um, them giving vision and yeah, at yeah, the same yeah. time. Uh, 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 manipulating vision. Yeah. It, it, so there's some interesting themes and in everything. It's just, it's a little heavy handed in ways that I can't fault it for. And I can't fault people for liking it. Mm. I was like, this movie is not for me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Log live the new flesh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, could there be a stupider way to end a movie? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perhaps. Yeah. I but, love it. Yeah. Mm. I don't yeah. know. Anything else uh, before we wrap up the tidbits? Uh, oh, uh, is everyone done with OJ? Is that all? Oh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done. Yet. Terrific. Yeah. God, Terrific. that last episode just wraps it up so beautifully, yeah. but it also made me really sad. Yeah. And, <laughs> and oh, man, everybody's little sort of last scene, like the yeah. Goldman's in the car yeah. when they're like just, just destroyed. Yeah. And fucking Chris Darden... Mm-hmm. When he he's trying to do the uh, the the press conference, yeah, oh. but he he just can't, and uh, yeah. he just has to go and hug the Goldman. Sterling K. Brown is that that guy's name? Holy Fucking put that guy in everything now. Shit, is he good? 
Like, yeah, that's was, that's like everyone across the board. We've talked about it a few times. The acting is so great in this thing, so great. Uh, but him and Sarah Paulson just on another level. But also, uh, you, you know, I, I think that it's easy because his. Uh, because Johnny Cochran was such a oh, big yeah. Um, no, Courtney B. Vance. Courtney B. Vance Whoa. is fucking brilliant. brilliant. And the thing is, I think that people like pe- people recognize his performance as being amazing. But also, I think it would be very easy to play such a big character as um, I keep wanting to say Jackie Childs um, <laughs> uh, as uh, Johnny Cochran. Yeah, but uh, but. The subtlety with which he plays his hidden agenda, yeah. which is not even yeah. all that hidden, and his and his last little line, yeah. like where it's just so clear that what his motives were, yeah. and that his motives, unfortunately, while they let a fucking shithead go free, mm. you can't necessarily fault him for no, his it's a, motives. It's all very complicated. Yeah, and yeah, so Courtney B. Vance is probably never going to get quite the credit he deserves for doing this. Where you have to take somebody who is charactery, yeah. and make him a man, and make him a real like, like, guy who doesn't like even in real life doesn't seem like a real person. Uh, yeah, you know? absolutely. Uh, and, uh, th- there was a bit of a um, uh, aftermath. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember the the aftermath uh, scene in um, in Straight Outta Compton? Oh, yeah, uh, there there is a bit of that. Where where he's you know working late at night and he's like oh yeah yeah if yeah. the glove don't fit but they fucking they spun that into gold too yeah no uh, what a satisfying season of television yeah really nice great. no Jesus no sweet mm-hmm. well is that it then should we get into the the roulette of films I believe yeah. so all right let's go. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, the winners got to go see Everybody Wants Some and the loser has to go see something terrible or watch a film that we have programmed in thematic uh, ways. This week, we, we picked American Pie Presents the Book of Love uh, going with the 80s movie themes. But the loser has to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, Casey lost, so he picked uh, a Pet Shop Boys album from this year for us. The new one. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do that. We'll talk about those movies and album, and we'll roll for next week. 
That's how we play film roulette. That's how we play. Yeah. I don't know how you play. Play however you want at home. Yeah. And if you play differently, send. let us know. Yeah. Let us know what your rules are. Maybe British rules are different. Totally. Maybe it's like football. Yeah. Um, all right. Two of us went and saw Everybody Wants Some, the new film from Richard Linklater, a spiritual successor to Dazed and Confused. IMDb describes the plot as a group of college baseball players navigate their way through the freedoms and responsibilities of unsupervised adulthood. This thing has 85 on the Metacritic, and it stars Blake Jenner, Ryan Guzman, uh, let's get the cast loaded up here, um, Wyatt Russell, Temple Baker, Courtney Taylor, um, Zoe Other Dutch. people you've never, never heard of. of. <laughs> Much like um, Days and Confused, yeah, which yeah. was, I mean, some of those people were, were more, I guess these these people are up-and-comers, I just don't know them, but I mm-hmm. feel like there was still a little bit more like, oh, people that are on the rise. I feel like yeah. this is a lot of even lesser knowns. Yeah, um, yeah but, for sure. Yeah, billed as a spiritual successor to Days and Confused, but based in the 80s. This is a uh, hangout film, uh, not unlike the original, though different in many ways. Uh, How do we want to talk about this movie, you guys? Well, uh, I guess this will just be sort of a cards on the table type of thing. Yeah. Um, I really liked this movie. Yeah. But it's not... A good movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's. Uh, it's I wrote. It's I wrote, fine. <laughs> I, I was sitting really? in somewhere in the theater where I could it was at a vantage point where I could be on my phone and write things. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna write my my notes kind of thing. I only wrote one note, and it was um, a charming and pointless endeavor. Yeah, huh. that's so, pretty much exactly what this is. Uh, unlike Dazed and Confused, I would say this movie has more of a focus on a centerpiece in terms of character. So this movie, instead of being like, here's all these different groups and their you know exploits through the day and night, this movie is here is one character and here is his journey into um, college, into a baseball team and the baseball houses and and everyone surrounding him and how does he. Look at his surroundings. Look at all these dudes kind of being, you know, different types of masculine dudes. And how is he, you know, taking that on and figuring out where to go from there? And, and it's all very interesting, but I just couldn't shake the the feeling of just like, this is fine. Like, I laughed throughout. There were things I didn't it's like about it, but charming. it's and, charming. And it's and so well it, acted. Like, I, Richard Linklater really has a, a way of getting, yeah. making his actors understand how to talk his script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do a fucking... But but this is less dazed and confused and more... This is a before midnight yeah. uh, 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 movie, like where... It's just a lot of... There, there's no... You know, there's the, like they don't ever, you know... It's just a bunch I kept of thinking dudes if, walking <laughs> around together. Yeah. Uh, Going to parties. and And doing that in a way that I felt like he's done a lot better. I feel like all a lot of the it's like attempts to get deeper in this movie just felt like, oh, we're sitting around and it's not like one of the scenes where we're practicing baseball or one of the scenes where we're going to a party so i guess i'll have some of the characters kind of say 
something deep that you wouldn't expect from them all of a sudden. But the thing is, they don't figure these things out. It's yeah. not It's not college kids, you know, going to college, like, uh, having too much responsibility and too much freedom all at once and figuring that out. They just get to college and they have too much responsibility yeah. and too much freedom and mm. then they just also... Uh, they just spout philosophy uh, yeah. the entire time and, at each and other and handle everything perfectly. And there's elements of of scenes where I feel like this movie tries to dovetail into some, you know, the school year is starting. There's a countdown through the movie to the start of the school, and but it's, it's a countdown it, to nothing. But it's ultimately like it doesn't matter because these guys are going to be, you know, m- more interested in all these other things. And 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 I think there there was something interesting in here. I just I just couldn't shake the fact that like this movie is uneven. It's too long. Like it felt really long for me. It's way mm. too long. Yeah, oh, man, this is all such a bummer. Yeah, it's but, it's not a bad is movie. It now, I it's, feel like because Linklater's been on uh, quite a tear. Yeah, and then doing something as um, I, I would imagine emotionally exhausting as uh, Boyhood. Yeah, and coming off of that, do you think it's just like a yeah, let's just do something easy. Maybe, but and, also... And that is, so it just didn't hit hard enough because nothing was really at I stake think, for him? But is this that, movie is, that... is like... I feel this movie is really personal to him because he yeah. lived in a baseball... He lived in a baseball house. He played baseball. Yeah. I feel like these are characters... I feel like there's a lot about but this movie But I think he drew that... enough from that well maybe for... I mean, even Davis Confused has a little bit of yeah. baseball in and it. The, and the thing all, is... Well, all the substance yeah, of that yeah. experiences in Davis Confused, so now you just take the setting. Yeah. That, see, see, that's the thing. It's like they took one little bit of Dazed and Confused and blew it into an entire movie. Yeah. And everything is so inconsequential. Like, nothing rings true. No. These characters are all very um, charming. Yeah. yeah. And, and there, there's, there's a, a few more so things, than others. But I'm like, this feels like... Um, it, it feels overwritten. It's very overwritten. Mm. But yeah. not... But... <sighs> It's it's so overwritten that it doesn't ring true in any way or any of the uh, um, philosophy that it's sort of uh, uh, trying to to throw at you. Um, yeah, it's weird that it is at once featherweight but also too obvious. Like those scenes where people sit down and do their kind of like, you know, I'm just the stoner, but here's my scene where we're all hanging out smoking and I say something that's like maybe cuts a little deeper. Yeah, that's like all a little bit too, you know, out of nowhere and and obvious. But then at the same time, the rest of the movie just feels so inconsequential, like you said. And and I don't want them to like go and play a baseball game against the rivals or something because I thought no, at if that, all. I was like if that happens, I'm gonna be mad. But at the same time, I kind of want there to be a little bit i just never felt connected to these people enough to care at the end of the movie where i wanted they felt. Uh, yeah i wanted mm. one of them to be unsure of yeah what uh, of the philosophy that they're that yeah uh, that they're espousing um and maybe learn that no maybe it's maybe i, I don't necessarily know everything yeah. but at the end of the day they're also confident in what they're fucking babbling about yeah um that, that i'm like this rings completely false like this is not at all what i was like in college <laughs> um and, and this is not like this is nobody was like this in college yeah and and speaking of that so there's one character in this movie who is like a real oddball character that kind of gets many of the laughs I feel like in the screening I saw and, and some laughs for me, I can't remember his name, but you'll know him when you see him. He's very, he, he almost felt like to me, he was a cast off from like a Will Ferrell movie. You know who I'm yeah, talking about? They, oh, uh, Do you remember absolutely, his name because as a there's character? one character. No, but I don't remember anyone's name Yeah, as a character movie, because, it's, like I said, because it yeah, doesn't matter. It disappeared not into a fine mist characters. in my mind like two days later. 
There's one guy that was that looked so distractingly like a friend of ours uh, <laughs> the, that I was like, I don't even know how to fucking deal with this. <laughs> you know the the main mustache guy? Yes. Uh, if you picture Andrew Harry with a mustache, <laughs> it's really distracting. Yeah. Crazy how much he looks like. Uh, anyway, I think it was it. Is it? Listeners. It's not Plumber. No, Plumber was the. Um, Who is it? Justin. Oh, I'm trying to think. He he's got these like like these big big glasses. He feels like a movie from like. He feels like a guy from. Well, he feels like a character from from like Eastbound King and Down or something. or something. Yeah, Eastbound and Down. That's uh, that's that's like it was weird it. that 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 character was so he's so aggressive and he's so ridiculous and he, but in a way that just felt distractingly like he was from another movie. Absolutely, and, and I feel like that there. Were, I feel like there was a reason for that. I feel like Richard Linklater was like. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm going to juxtapose these these characters who yeah. are all insanely similar to each other. Yeah, with this against wild this one card. guy who's just completely out of left field. Um, baseball. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, I will uh, say, but it didn't work. Were you talking about Tanner Kalina, that guy with the the bad mustache? No, because that guy I really thought was he reminded me of. Um, you're talking about. I'm talking. <laughs> this is incredibly... they. None of them look like anything like they look like in the movie when you scroll through their IMDb no, pages. It's crazy. But um, T- Tanner Kalina plays this guy Brumley, who has a he's he he reminded me of like a Michael Sarah type. Um, yeah, and I felt like he was really charming, and there was a few uh, other I thought people. He was great. I thought everyone was great. Well, there were some that I thought were more so than others. I felt like you you were right, like. There's there was maybe three or four that I would pick out as being being real standouts, and then I was uh, Wyatt Russell. He's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not. I I feel like different than anybody else, and he doesn't have that much to do or anything. Mm -hmm. And even his character uh, is the only one that has what you might call an arc, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not an arc. Yeah, uh, because that doesn't exist in this movie. Right. And what happens to his character is really inconsequential, and it's something that all the other characters can kind of go. Makes you think. Yeah. Mm. And then you're just like, oh, well, so this doesn't affect anybody in any way. Right. Oh, uh, Stoner? Is that what you're talking about? What? Does he play the Stoner? No, he's... No. Uh, uh, I thought you meant because something happened to him and it didn't affect anybody in any way. Oh, that Stoner. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that is who I'm talking about. Yeah. I thought you meant the Andrew. Yeah, they, they, they send that character off in a way where you're like, oh, this is going to pay off somehow, or, you know, and it doesn't. Yeah, it's just kind of like, huh, well, what do you mm-hmm. what do you know about that? And also, they make reference to him being thirty, and and that being this insanely old thing. And I was like, "Fuck you!" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, but it was, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, you know, I feel like it's almost this movie feels so long, but I almost feel, I almost feel as if there's there's a version of this movie where things are just shuffled around that plays better, or is are is even a little bit shorter and things are shuffled around in maybe a different order. I just, I just felt like there was, there was so much here that looked like it led to something that could be interesting. And it just, it, it just felt like this is fine. Yeah. Like I, I, I was maybe, maybe this will open up on, on repeats, but for now I watched it and it's already out of my head. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, let's cut out uh, at least 20 minutes. Yeah. Because, there was because it didn't need all of that shit. Yeah. Now I do want to say um, the relationship that becomes the center of the movie between Blake Jenner's Jake and 
and uh, and the the woman I can't remember her name. Who is who is she? I don't know. But I I really liked. Uh, I think it was uh, Zoe Dutch. Um, I really thought that that almost like the the movie was getting on to a down downturn, and I felt like their relationship was so charming, and and I felt like together the two actors were really great, and I just felt like it kind of shot the movie in the arm a little bit in terms of like, oh, okay, now there's something for me to be interested in, and where's this relationship going to go? But I would I would agree, but also I feel like I was like, okay, well, this is the charming relationship between a bunch of buddies, and now this is the charming relationship between yeah. um, two very good-looking people who say very witty things to each other. Yeah, and go like, on. <laughs> slower. <laughs> um, and, and I was like, ah, oh, this is just another thing that's taking me out of the um, – any – and it's not like this movie tries to have any sort of reality – it's a very bizarre movie that uh, that is fine. Yeah, that's well, all. Very disappointing to hear. I tell you. Well, it yeah. is not dazed and confused. Yeah. No. Well, I don't know. They, I, when I when I saw trailers and that it was coming up, I was just I just had confidence in it being Linklater. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, hey, I don't think you can go to this well twice. Yeah. Not with the same voice, anyway. You know, no one should try. But he didn't. That's the thing is that I, I almost feel like um, I just he really same artistic. No, I I, I, I totally understand what you mean, but yeah. but but I don't think that he did. Like I don't think that this um, shares as much with Dazed and Confused as it thinks it does. Huh. Yeah, maybe it shouldn't have uh, been been sold. Oh, that I way. certainly don't think it should have been. I think it yeah. should have completely been its own thing, and um, and suffers from the con- comparison. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, does uh, another film maybe suffer from its link to an original? Let's find out, because Greg had to watch American Pie Presents the Book of Love from 2009. Ten years after the first American Pie movie, three new hapless virgins discover the Bible hidden in the school. Ten years only after? That's what it says. Uh, discover the Bible hidden in the school library at East Great Falls High. Unfortunately for them, the book is ruined with incomplete advice. The Bible leads them on a hilarious journey. Uh, this stars Bug Hall, <laughs> Kevin M. Norton. They got Bug Hall for this? Yeah. Uh, Eugene Levy, Brandon Hardsty, Beth Bears, uh, Jennifer Holland, and more. Uh, more people you've never heard of or yeah. never will again. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Sherman Hemsley, though. Yeah. Oh, don't what? Let, listen. I'm sorry. What? Don't worry. I'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bug Hall. Um. <laughs> So, like I said, this is a uh, America Pie Presents. This is they spun off after three or four of those movies into their own sort of uh, National Lampoon Presents mm-hmm. kind of thing. So this follows up uh, Naked Mile, uh, Bandcamp, and others. Tell us all about America Pie Presents, The Book of Love. What's going on here? Tagline, it's the hottest slice yet. <laughs> yep. What? Great. Oh, I'm just looking for something when the... Uh... There we are. They do list them all. Okay, great. Um, what to say here? Uh, I don't like American Pie. Yeah. Don't care for that first film. That's fair. No, it sucked. Yeah. Uh, it's launched careers of some people I dig. Uh, many I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I quite Who was good from that? Sean Williams. Scott. Sean Williams Scott. He's great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he, he's done. He's made some smart choices here and there. Yeah. He's made a lot of really bad movies. But, uh, yeah, he's but when, he is, when he is in something that has... 
a little bit of purpose and a script in it, that guy can be fucking terrific. Goon is yep uh, is I, fucking great. I adore that movie, and yeah. that movie isn't it will never. It couldn't have been what it was without him. It has heart and uh, uh, sweetness Agreed. in the script and direction, but without that performance, I agree. It's so great. Uh, yeah, role models, man. That yep. guy can be genuinely he can fucking be. hilarious. And I love the rundown. Him and the Rock. Yep, really yep. good action movie. Um, I just because of election, I like what's his face. <laughs> what's a uh, Chris Klein? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris Klein is. I feel like Chris Klein's one of those guys where he had election. Yeah, and he had nothing else. Yeah, well, nothing I else. Like, and, and I feel like that that role in election. Oh, was built around somebody like him. Yeah. Well, didn't he get it because of like? Yeah, it was one of those they things. Auditioned where, at a high school, and yeah, they went to the high school, and he was uh, he was like the the high school's guy, and Alexander Payne was like, ah, uh, no, and then somebody convinced him to have him back again, and it was one of those things. Oh, okay, I get this now, and then you know the rest is history, kind of thing. Right, because he's not. It's not even it's necessarily the, that he's good in that no, movie. No, it's like the perfect role acting. for him. It's, yeah. just, it's like, oh, this guy's a charming idiot. <laughs> he's so good in that movie, though. He's, he is so fucking good. great. It's hilarious. I just he's, don't eat hot dogs and so, sex all day. <laughs> he's so funny. Uh, yeah, I just don't think that he knows how good he's yeah, been. No, no. He's so funny in that movie. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, so, I mean, there was talented people scattered about yeah. in that. They tried hard at their casting, yeah. I guess. Yeah, Blink-182. Great. Great. Really good. <laughs> yeah. Blink-182 uh, is in that movie? Yes. Um, and God, I hate them. Yeah. There's some people. If yeah. you, you know, Obviously, Jason Biggs is a horrible pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but there were some other people in that movie. So they, they worked hard, at least, at least the casting yeah. this thing. And for some reason, it's ballooned into seven movies. <laughs> That's why I couldn't believe you said ten years, because yeah. seven movies happened. Yeah. In that time period, and that's fucking insane. Totally, so horrible. all those garbage uh, d- uh, sequel. Uh, I think the three of them went to theaters, mm-hmm. and the rest went. I think to uh, or three or four of them went. Yeah, to theaters. well, the American Pie Mike two, then the wedding, and I think and the reunion. reunion. Those are yeah. all theater movies. Those are all theater, and movies. then three straight are to those, video guys. Because didn't the original cast come back for yeah, yeah, one yeah. or two of them? Well, for most of them, for all those four. Yeah. Oh really? All oh four, yeah, yeah. Reu- uh, wedding and reunion are not all Mina Savari. Cast. I feel like yeah. she was like, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, good on her. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it did not do great things for her career. Well, well, we'll see. She's all right. I like Mina Savari. Uh, she's done. She's done great things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she was in uh, Six Feet Under and yeah. So so American ten years movie. later. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, this movie uh, sucks. Is, I yeah, assume really horrible. <laughs> uh, it's just these three guys who don't want to be virgins anymore, and uh, so they're gonna. Do things to not become be stuck being virgins, like have sex with pies. They're gonna, well, well, listen. You know what? The first, the very first thing that happens in this movie Somebody is fucks a pie. No, a sandwich. Oh, peanut butter sandwich. They're cold. I was gonna say cold cuts on there. Looking either. <laughs> see what happens is he's like he's like looking at porn and it's all kinds of weird. You don't see it, but just hear it, and it's like weird porn stuff. He searches three things and they're all weird, and he's like, nope, I'm like. It's not that uh, all right. <laughs> it's not that hard. And then he's um, like, "It's peanut butter jelly." Time. And then he sees the sandwich, and you get the "Oh yeah" song. Going. Oh man, and he starts, classic! Like, opening the peanut butter sandwich and mushing it around. I'm like, "This is fucking disgusting." Um, and then he sounds starts, like a case for food boy. And then he starts having sex with his sandwich, but because it's peanut butter, his dog is there, and then his dog blows him. And he's like, no, whoa. Uh, but his little brother films it with a camera on his phone and he's a YouTube. And oh, no. Oh, no. Now, I, I somebody get Bobcat Goldthwait on the yeah. phone. We literally, this this happens before they the opening credits roll. This is your first thing. 
to be fair, I've only seen the first American Pie. Yeah. Do they do this in all of the movies fucks where somebody food? fucks food? I don't know. I've only seen the first one, too. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I don't know if they... I don't think they really lean into oh, wait, that no, too much. I think I saw the second one on I cable. saw the second one in a drive-in. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember any other yeah. food related No, stuff. I just the pie. <laughs> did you fuck anything? Uh, did you fuck your popcorn? Yes. Oh. Uh, I good, dinered good. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Right. So that's how this movie starts, and immediately I'm like, God damn it, this is going to suck. Um, and then uh, one question I had last week when this was thrown out there, I did have the answer to, is we do have a stifler in this movie. Uh, okay. Uh, Got a stifler in there. Another stifler. Mm, played by um, just a horrible actor. Just terrible. Oh, just, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> so is it somebody like? Sorry, are, are we talking about a descendant of the character? Yeah, I get, they don't even get into who or why. Like a brother, he's just called or... Stifler. Yeah, and he just does one thing with his face the entire movie, and it's just this sort of smug fucking thing. And I just fucking hated every second of it. Uh, horrific! This fucking guy needs to stop. Anyway, um, uh, so the story basically is this guy likes this girl. He's the blonde girl from Two Broke Girls. It's her. She's the biggest name, I guess, in this. Uh, I don't know. I've never watched much of that. I think I saw a episode of that show, and I was like, this is horrible. It's, it's the worst. Yeah, really bad, which is a bummer. I like Kat Dennings. Uh, Definitely. She can be funny. She can be. Super funny. Uh, yeah. The show is horrible, though. Anyway, but they're, they're, so it's the other one, and she's not very good at all, because all she ever does is say things that are sort of naive and then smile sheepishly. Uh. Every scene in this movie. It's just a bummer. Um, so... There's a guy in her, and anyway, anyway, the guy finds the b- Bible. I don't know if this has been referenced in the other movies. It but was in like the a, first movie. Okay, so yeah. This movie, a, I think, is one of the sequel spinoffs that really tries to be like, circle the, back. Right, okay. Because in the so first movie, there's Bible a Bible that, where like they teach you how yeah, to do where, different yeah, moves. It's a, it's a book that's been put together year by year by some scumbag yeah. from high school in a way to trick girls into fucking you or something like that, or how to do it once you get them there. And yeah. It's just ridiculous as a concept. So they're trying to piece together the Bible because it's this becomes the plot eventually. Piece together the Bible because a lot of it is ruined from water. Um, Just water? They couldn't have been like... Uh, yeah, no, I was say, how, starts, how did they not make a semen it because he started a fire by... with. Cock by fucking something? somebody and there is <laughs> he wet. was fucking some water. Ugh, so stupid. Oh, and fire! I better now, fuck it. <laughs> this is Ow. one of the worst things I've had to watch for oh, this show. Good, good. And let me tell you why. Uh, because it's remarkably unfunny, but it's really got. There's a negative vibe about all of this all the time, and it's not just yeah. because we were talking about it earlier. And I know I'm a uh, new dad to a yeah, yeah. daughter, but I maybe I'm overly sensitive to that kind of stuff right now, but also it just seemed really hateful and shitty the yeah. whole time, and how the women are presented and how the men are cool. geared yeah. at them. Just it's an American Pie sequel. Like it, there was this, there was this uh, sinister nature to it that I couldn't yeah. get well, away those from. movies, like even, even in... Like, even the more clever ones, the women are prey and the men are predatory. Of course, but there was something, there's something about the lightness of, say, joysticks or <laughs> fucking police academy yeah. or where it's just, it's all a little bit whoops and whoop, there was a boob. You know, in this one, there's just this, there's a little predatory. So it's a bit more porkies I, then. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And even porkies. So this has a scene that really made me think about porkies. 
uh, Canadian classic film, Porky's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which still, I can't believe how successful that movie was. Well, people like uh, vulgar things. Yeah, I guess so. But did I talk about people this on the like show Man where I saw George. that list of like the most successful, yeah. the top 200 movies if, infla- if, if you, infla- Porky's yeah, for, was for inflation. Yeah. yeah. Porky's, Porky's was more successful financially, I know the different times, yeah. than Lethal Weapon 2 or yep. Inception. Yep. Yeah. That's bananas to me. Totally. Anyway, off topic. So uh, there ha- it has this really kind of gross vibe like that. Yeah. And one of the big scenes that goes down in it is they the three uh, guys go to uh, Canada because they read something in the sex Bible about how to get laid because they need to know how to go fuck. to Canada. They eh? go to Canada to go to the specific place to ask for the specific girl. So they yeah. go to this whorehouse in Canada and they ask for Monique or something like that. And it's, she's really old. And they're like, oh, no, gross. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh, I guess we'll learn something. And so the one guy goes in, and she takes her teeth out and uh, blows him. Yeah. And then she dies. Oh, God. While this is happening. And her corpse is stuck to his dick. That is and terrible. Have- terrible. And I was watching it, and I was like, I felt sick to my that stomach. I'm so like, please stop this not scene. Not okay. Nothing is funny here, and this is horrific. Yeah. And they're like, like to, to the point where... They're, the one guy, because they can't get her off of him because she's got she's gone into lockjaw because she's dying, yeah. I guess. They're using a tough old rotary phone and smashing her in That's the side of the terrible. head trying to get her off. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching here? Yeah. I, felt, I was in my kitchen cutting food for dinner, and I'm like, I feel... <sighs> Disgusting. Yeah, this that's is awful. One of the worst things I've ever seen. No, nothing funny about it. It's just I that's know they're trying even, to be funny. That's not there's even. No, like, there's no what? world where that's funny. No, like, world it, where it's that's... not even like a thing where like you and your friends are having a conversation. We're like, oh, imagine if that happened. Yeah, it's not even like a tossed off idea. No, that's that's any semblance of funny. No. And then they took it to a place that's. Yeah, horrible. Like, yeah, I know. I was, I was just like, well, this is a bad idea. And the then, only way the that phone you can came into my like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? The only way that you can <laughs> you take know? that scene, and I can only assume that this is the intention, is it's funny because it's a prostitute, right? And the prostitute died, right? And it stuck to the dick, but right, like, like, like the crux of the scene is. She doesn't matter because she's a sex worker, so exactly. it's okay that exactly. we can kill her. Yeah, yeah, like, you can terrible. smack her in the side of the head. Even, I mean, she's a corpse, so yeah. obviously, right. You need no respect, right. but yeah, it's funny because you don't have to respect. Yeah, her. because That's technically, terrible. you don't have to respect the, her. The whole Jesus. rest, yeah, the whole rest of the movie where they're trying to get with the girls who won't get with them because they aren't cool guys, but it's they're the nice guys. I'm like, these aren't the nice guys. Yeah, these guys went to Canada and killed a hooker and then. Beat her corpse on yeah. the phone. <laughs> Seriously, you know, I'm like, I, there's no consequence to it either. It never yeah. comes back. Like, I, anyway, that really, really that's bothered crazy. Me. That's and a... then you go further into the movie and this and that and blah blah blah, and bad jokes and things don't work out. <laughs> and then the Stifler guy, he's a real asshole. And I thought it seemed like they were going to a super dark place with it. Even him, who's supposed to be the really bad guy of this, didn't beat any dead prostitutes yeah. with phones. He just had sex with a virgin and never called her again. And he's the extreme villain of this. I'm like, no, 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 you're three guys here. You're hero guys who are lying to women yeah. and you know going to whorehouses and doing all this crazy shit. They're the villains. Come yeah. on. Anyway, but the Stifler guy gets raped by a moose. Uh. A moose fucks out because they're in Canada. No, oh. they, I just maybe they remembered something. They, they oh yeah, uh, they leave Canada. They don't go back to Canada, but they're like, oh yeah, mooses. Remember? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the guy's outside naked because he loses a poker game, and then the moose fucks him. 
Oh, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you know, jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. And more things happen, and they all get the girls that they want. Ugh, great. That's People... disgusting. No, oh, sorry. They all get the girls that they want to have sex with them. Yeah. That's what And then get. they're like, see you later. Yeah. Wicked. Got it. You know, people uh, made money gross, off of this. Disappointing, and then so I was, I was like, "Why? How is this received?" On I, uh, critics obviously won't like this. No, I didn't bother reading those because I understand how that'll go. Uh, but I looked at user reviews. And I'm like, wondering no, what that's gonna land. be like. This one's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to see, but even the user reviews are all like, "Man, I own all of the American Pie movies on DVD, and this one it was garbage. <laughs> all of like, and I was like, made me kind of feel better." Yeah, like, right. even people who can't think were like, "This sucks." <laughs> even the fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and some of these reviews are really poorly written. Uh, but I was at least they understood that this was not a good movie. Yeah, uh, just terrible. There, there's hope. Just fucking terrible. That's a happy ending. Yeah, I'm just glad that no one was like, "Pretty funny." Moose part was great. And then that hooker was wicked. Yeah. At least that wasn't there in the user There's hope for the right. world after all. Oh, man, yeah. Everyone involved in this movie uh, can go fuck themselves. Okay. Yeah. Because this movie yeah. is a Sounds hateful, like... And I film it and put it in the sequel. Sweet Jesus. Like, yeah. Just quit it. Don't You don't understand it. They haven't made another one since, so... No, no, and thank God. Yeah. Just let it, let it alone. Totally. It's all fucking over. Just fuck all of you. And listen. Now, listen. Listen to all the fucking cameos. I was, I, I was actually just movie. looking it up, and it really bums me out that Curtis Armstrong was Curtis in Curtis Armstrong movie. is more than a cameo. He has a few scenes in it, which is weird. And then there's a thing where, so Eugene Levy pops up. I'm like, come okay. on, man. He's in everyone. Why man. is he even in it? Like, because, because they gave him those buku bucks. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I understand and why he did it because Eugene Levy yeah. will do anything. anything. But, I, like, he, how his, do they fit? It figures in that he's the guy who started writing the Bible, the sex, the how to rape a girl in high school Bible, um, this thing that they have. So he's the first dude. He started it. And then they've got to turn, because it's been damaged, they have to track down everyone who contributed to it to find out what Ugh. they had written in it so then future generations can know what to do. <clears throat> who else? So, they start calling people and who do we get? We get C. Thomas Howell. Ugh. We get Tim he, Matheson. He did the soul man so he doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Kevin Federline, Brett Michaels. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so I was like, are they just getting a bunch of dudes from teen sex movies? And yes, they are. Yeah. You got uh, Robert Romanus. From uh, sex, oh, sex, sex times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, Bad times at Ridgemont High. Sex times at Sex Mont Sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, fucking who else is in there? Uh, I noticed Roseanne Arquette is. This in is there. starting to yeah. feel like revisionist history, where they're just only getting guys from these movies that yes. prominently would feature people like Phoebe Cates and lots of other people yeah, yeah. that deserve to well, be remembered. I think they maybe had too much class. Okay. Uh, to yeah. be involved. In only the like sleaze bags yeah, came yeah. back. See Thomas Howell though. I was like. You're just from the 80s. I don't yeah. recall him being in a sex movie. Other than Soul Man. That was not a sex movie. No, no, though. that's just that's, that's another, just a racist movie. Yeah, come, the, the other movie, This guy couldn't have picked <laughs> two, two more horrible movies to be in. One to cover his bases. <laughs> yeah, man, that guy just got it down. Yeah. Soul Man in this? You suck, C. Thomas Howell. <laughs> that C stands for fucking crap. Yeah. Crap Thomas Howell. <laughs> F.C. Thomas <laughs> Howell. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's uh, terrible. Yeah, this this was a really bitterly horrible experience that made well, me sad to be a human being. We had, yeah, that yeah. sounds like a hateful bummer. Yeah, man. Totally. I wasn't prepared for how shitty this was going to be. Yeah. Neither was I. No. Uh, but I'm glad that uh, we Th both- This well, is a top yeah. five whole show. Like, yeah. Bad movies, this is a top five experience All right. for me. Um, 
Well, we got to move on to the album that we listened to this week. Yeah. Casey was the loser of last week's film roulette, so he gave us an album to listen to throughout the week. He was interested in hearing about the new Pet Shop Boys album, Super, from this year. I'm interested in the fact that Pet Shop Boys have an album this year yeah mm-hmm. and they've had a bunch i was looking no, at no, they've not really they've been, stopped their production yeah yeah, yeah. just kind of continuing on yep um so i had no idea what to ex- expect going into this i only really know one or two or three pet shop boy songs uh-huh. greg you were saying you're a little bit more familiar with their early first two work. records are great yeah really good 80s synth pop stuff that i can really get in on board with i'm a huge yeah. fan of that style and sound and this sort of like melancholy to a danceable beats that it invokes yeah i'm a big sucker for that time period and their first two records are pretty solid yeah but you weren't uh, you weren't following them kind of no because yeah. the, the turns they took and they became more of just a dance, a dance music band. thing that was not my jam yeah. yeah, and this album is definitely a little bit more along those lines. Not just a little bit. Yeah. A whole lot. In now, fact, nothing but. I'm going to say this. Yes. I put this album on, the first song, Happiness. Uh-huh. I was like, I think I'm going to love this album. Because uh-huh. I thought that song was so good. Right. And I don't know. I, 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 listened to, uh, I listened to my fair share of super cheesy like house music i listen to some of that stuff i listen to some deep house music i i enjoy that from time to time and that song scratched in a weird itch for this oddly catchy but kind of like pretty much straight up dance club song which is not usually what i go for no and then the rest of the album i was just kind of like I really wish I was just listening. Just stopped after that first album song. <laughs> I, this this album didn't I, didn't really push me. I wasn't no, like this is garbage, but it's just not no, my but thing. It's, it's just boring, man. Yeah. Uh, and they have a great song. Uh, well, actually, right after their period that I liked a lot, they have one more snuck in one more song for me called "Being Boring" that I love. yeah. And uh, the, of course, uh, being uh, we were never being boring. Now they're yeah. just being boring because this yeah. is the most boring album I've ever fucking heard. It's, <laughs> I don't know if it was twelve songs or one just really long, terrible song that I didn't care about. <laughs> and these old beats, man, like this. I'm not a house music listener. I don't yeah. like a lot of EDM shit. It's not my jam. But yeah. this I, is, I couldn't describe house music for you if you paid. Me. Well, you, <laughs> even you would be like, "This is some dated shit right here." Because yeah. there's some '90s beats going on that I'm like, "Come on, man, really?" Well, house music suggests to me very dated music. Yeah. I don't know. Again, uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't there's know. a whole like subgenre of house stuff going on right now that I'm kind of into, but mm-hmm. even I understand like there's going to be a time where I look back on some of the stuff that I listen to that I like about it, where I'll be like, oh man, what was I thinking? Yeah, sure. But uh, there'll be other stuff where I and I will enjoy and think is artistically interesting forever. But the stuff on this album, in terms of the dance beats, yeah, like I like I said, the first song there was a weird thing about it, something about the hook that I really yeah. liked, and then the second song really didn't get me, and I kind of thought about halfway through it started to turn around, but then like just the rest of it, I just thought mm, no, no, like I this 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 really what took was, a dive for me, mm, like a, yeah, all, almost a, it, inter- in, instantly. I, I knew like I, I I went in not expecting to like it, and you know uh, I don't I try not to do that, but I just had a feeling because I know what they their output has been. And it's not an area that I dig. And immediately, like 30 seconds in, I'm like, I'm going to hate this album. (laughs) And the album's like, yeah, you are, man. Yeah. By the time time track four, Groovy. Groovy track four and and six. Groovy. And six, Pezzo. Like those songs, I, I just thought. Okay, you've lost me so so yeah. so far gone that even the 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 enjoyable nature of the first uh, song for me is just 
is fading. Which one was it that really... I think Preview is the one that really pissed me off. Oh, 20-something. I really yeah, didn't like 20-something. Yeah, not something. being on that either. Yeah, yeah, pretty much everything after the first There's song. a bunch of guys. I will probably someday listen to the first song again, but I just... I could not get into the rest of the album. It's just I thought it was... Yeah, I just thought, not for me. Mm-hmm. Sad Robot World? Nope. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sounds like old men <laughs> trying to... To write yeah. something it's contemporary. In, yes, nailed exactly what it is. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Pet Shop. Old and man. then I tried to go listen to some of the early stuff, and I just thought, this isn't for me either, I feel no. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I, man. That, like... that gloomy 80s stuff, like, you guys know me. I've It's so hard for me to get into that stuff. I really have to... I'm so particular about it. Like, when you introduced me to the horrors, yeah. that was, like, one of the first mm. times that I was like, oh, music that's trying to be 80s but have that monotone, gloomy thing. That yeah. was one of the first times that I even clicked from even stuff from the actual 80s. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's really, I'm really particular about that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But I, I'm I'm going to actually continue to try because I know you were, the way you talk about the this week and last week those that first album and second album. Yeah, I, I went into those thinking oh, I should check these out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep yeah, they're, circling they're back cool. on them. They're not perfect. I don't think either yeah. one is perfect, but they're both about like a good seventy percent. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm gonna keep trying. Yeah, give it a shot. You might find something. Yeah, but yeah, no, but here no good. No, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Greg, you had a uh, very disappointing album and a very uh, offensive movie. Yeah, yeah. So where are you going this week in terms of your uh, punishment album for us? Well, where I'm going is uh, a little bit of where I've been. I am exploring my misguided choices as a young music listener uh, that is just my focus for this uh, year of see you next wednesday oh god yeah i, I love Listen. this journey no, i love it i'm i'm i now even uh, when the albums are garbage i love it anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just i know it's eventually gonna culminate in a steely dan album <laughs> yeah, probably not i wasn't really that super down with steely dan at any given point all right i like a couple jams i like some steely dan I like songs the steely dan just fine um but it wasn't like a big part of my music listening yeah. at any point. Mm. Now, this one is a little bit more embarrassing for me. <laughs> um, I love it already. Because of when it came out. And when I looked at the date, I'm like, oh, wow, really? <laughs> 2001. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, this one, uh, this came out just at the end of grade eight for me. Um, but uh, when I saw the year, I was like, it can't be. And then I was like, oh, I see. It's January of that year, so I hadn't quite... But it's really fascinating to see how one year begins and one ends yeah. when you're in those formative years. Right. As I'm you know, looking at going into high school. And so this is, I'm still in grade eight, but I'm about to, in the end of this year, I'll be in high school or whatever. A year later, I'll be in high school. Um, uh, and I didn't, to my own credit, if I have any kind of face to save here, it's that my mom bought me this album. <laughs> <laughs> but I still did listen to it. Um when I was a young boy, I, as most people my age, uh, I loved Van Halen. Oh, man. Sure. Loved Van Halen. 1984, <laughs> loved that album. I still oh, like man. that album. Um, I feel like I know where Yeah, yeah. And then in <laughs> fucking 1991. Oh, no. 91, I had a David Lee Roth album. Yes. Called oh, a, a Little Ain't Enough. <laughs> All right. Like, yes, now, it is. So that's how I started 1991, and obviously I ended in the same... Nirvana inspired world that everyone my age group did. Right. But that's where I was coming from here. And I did, and I gave it a listen. Like, I was still, when David Lee Roth left Van Halen, I was bummed out and I hated Van Hagar. Did right. not care for that shit at all. And I was, I was kind of waiting for either David Lee Roth to make a really good album or 
the him to rejoin Van Halen. Neither thing happened in the right <laughs> order or with any positive results. Right. Amazing. Um, so David Lee Roth, a little late enough. This album's a little longer than you want it to be. Is <laughs> it <laughs> like a full hour or what? It's, I think so. I feel like there's like a lot of tracks. Oh, at God. least fourteen. Um, but I, yeah. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh-huh. I thought this was going to be. Um, well, I don't know what, what I thought this was going to uh, be. Yeah, but I will definitely listen to a David Lee Roth. I'm yeah, interested. Yeah, we're I'm check interested. out this, this album, which isn't even one of his like regarded ones. Yeah, because uh, even he has something of that. Like Sky uh, skyscraper is that the one that people like? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. Anyway, well, uh, will a little be enough for us, <laughs> or will a, bo- a lot be far too much? Bozy, bozy, bop. I have that EP on vinyl. Oh, that I man. have time that's, for. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Fucking A. Uh, well, we're going to have to roll the die now. Yeah. Let's, uh, so this week, uh, there is one major film coming out. It uh, was something that when I saw the trailers for, or the, or the preview trailers for, I thought, no, thank you. Yeah. And then it's been getting some good reviews, yep. so I'm interested. I'm very curious. It yeah. looks lovely. Totally. Visually. Yeah. So John Favreau has made a new version of The Jungle Book. Which might be my favorite yeah. from my childhood nice. of the Disney animated So films. do you have any kind of like, no, don't do it vibes? A little or? bit, yeah. Okay. Um, and there's so many things that I love about the Jungle Book. The music is mm-hmm. fucking great. Those songs yeah, are so yeah, good. The, the, I want to be like you and yeah. all, all stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't bare have, necessity. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I have that much of a connection to any of the Disney movies. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't give a fuck that this is yeah, happening. Sure. And I, I also don't think it's a good idea because it just, on its face, seems stupid. Yeah. But uh, it could look really great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been getting good buzz, so we're going to yeah. check it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm very curious. See, I see what happens. I trust John Favreau to make a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it has uh, cowboys and aliens. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That really was a terrible movie. That was really bad. Um. But uh, we're going to have to pick a loser this week. So <laughs> we decided again last week we had a little sort of throwback to the 80s with uh, some, some uh, you well, know, well, shenanigan we'll throwback comedies. Throwback to teen comedies. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this week we're, we're watching an update of an animated film. Yeah. So maybe we'll watch another live action version of an animated film. Uh-huh. We or had animated property. Yeah. We had a number of, of choices here. Um, and I think even if we didn't make the right decision, <laughs> there's more. Than yeah, the there's there's more in this well. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a themed week to watch Inspector Gadget two someday, but no, no, no. down someday the line we'll maybe. Yeah, because this week we are watching uh, the Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas. Oh, Jesus, none of the original cast decided to reprise their roles. No, nope. in a film by the same director as the original live act. Really? He's like, I'm coming back. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna get this right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the weirdest cast, <laughs> Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin is Barney Rubble. Yeah, he's just like Rick somebody Marines. I don't remember the name of as Fred. Yeah, some yeah. some featuring some fat guy. Yeah, Jane Krakowski <laughs> as mm-hmm. Betty. So yep. we will. Oh, Kristen Johnston, I think is yeah. uh, uh, is Wilma. I, yeah. I like her. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So we'll see uh, who has to see that. Casey, Jesus you Christ. are rolling for Jungle Book versus Viva Rock Be- Vegas, which I believe was like, two th- like 2000, 2001. Yeah, yeah. 
Come on, guys. We're rolling. I don't know on. why they made a sequel. The first one wasn't successful. No, uh, no I one think liked it was like it. marginally maybe successful really? at the box office, but not critically. I think people no. were just sort of curious about the weird look of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw it in the theater. Um, Casey, we're rolling on Motley Crue's we're greatest rolling hits. On Motley <laughs> Crue's greatest hits. Yeah, on vinyl. That's a four. I got a four. All right, I'm rolling. That's a seven. Uh. You should uh, base this by which uh, Motley Crue member's face you're die or like. Caricature <laughs> face. That's an eight. All right. That means Casey's watching Viva Rock Viva Vegas. Viva Rock yes, Vegas. Sir. I feel like there's going to be some music in this one. It's going to oh. be a little bit of a pseudo musical. Mm, Viva Rock really Vegas. Oh, you th- oh, because Viva of the Viva Rock Vegas. Yeah. Well, hey, they Viva. had the uh, <laughs> they had the B52s for the first one. Right, so right. They were the BC52s. Oh, I get it. Yeah, very before good. comedy. Very good. <laughs> before comedy. Oh, well, all right. We will be back next week with the reviews of those movies mm-hmm. and that album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it is time to finish up our episode with Gadoosh Fuller <laughs> House. Straight flush, oh. homies. Oh, yep. We are watching noise. another episode of Fuller House. We're going to go through the whole season and we're going to talk about this phenomenally garbage television uh program yeah <sighs> so another week another episode yeah. um you know i watched this a few days ago and yeah. i literally cannot remember a single thing about it that's I great because i wrote this, notes i watched it today uh-huh. and i don't remember no, anything I don't, about like it. nothing i if you gun to my head i can't not tell you the plot okay okay well, i, I wrote down the plot oh, wait 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 oh oh uh matchmaker or something Yes. Some kind of matchmaker thing. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Stephanie and Kimmy right? throw a 13th birthday party for Ramona. Oh, it's all coming back now. And yes, when the power yes, goes yes. out, it is completely ruined. <laughs> In the meantime, DJ introduces the new Dr. Harmon to Kimmy. Ramona catches her parents arguing yet again after she asks them to behave uh, for the day. Right. Uh, so, I guess the gist of this is that Kimmy and Fernando are sort of like playing nice for Ramona. Like, we're going to uh-huh. be the nice parental units that you need on your birthday. Uh, but then everything uh, everything goes up in flames. Right. Yeah. You just did the summary of it. And yep. I, I That was all the things I was going to yep. say about it. <laughs> well, it leads, uh, leads into a part where Kimmy and Fernando, you know, the, the lesson I feel like to be learned here is like, no matter what happens between us, we're still your parents. Still yeah, oh yeah, you. they they do that. Um where it's it's a real will they or won't they. Yeah. Well I feel like they're will they will they because uh they're I think they're gonna move him into the house because they were like, Hey, you know what everybody likes about modern family is that accent. Yeah. And and th- there's points where I'm now I don't think that the world is getting too PC. That's uh-huh. that's a lot of people's problem. Uh, you know, the world's too PC. You can't make jokes anymore, which just basically means you're not allowed to be hey, a racist piece of shit, shit anymore. Yeah. yeah. They can't make cheap, easy jokes anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, something. you have to actually think about yeah. it and be clever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I was like, am I being too reactionary because I feel like this character is racist because I feel like I'm supposed to be laughing at his accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole time. Like I feel yeah. like they they were like, okay, well you're you're of Latino descent, so um just Latino it the fuck up. Yeah. Just as as fucking cartoonish as you possibly can. Yeah. And it feels like I'm supposed to find that funny. Yeah, yeah. you are. That's the thing. 
But that's shitty, right? Yes, yeah, it's totally. a shitty show yeah. made by shitty people for shitty idiots. Yeah, shitty idiots. <laughs> Nailed <Yes>. it. Yes. <laughs> oh well, I'm sorry if we need a secondary name for this uh, segment. It's shittiest. Good douche. Shittiest. Now there is a there is an, a part of the episode where there's a duel. Bernardo thinks well, Matt is like he hits him with a glove. Yeah. yeah, that's how you start a duel. Yeah, there is no duel to follow. This guy does the Heimlich on Kimmy because right. she's choking or right. whatever, and then he's like, "Oh, he's putting the moves on her." Right. I'll slap you with. I'll this slap you with this glove because glove. I have a fiery Latin uh, yeah. attitude towards <laughs> gloves. Now, I want to bring something up here. Yes, please. Um, this marks another. A milestone in the series in which we are referencing the real world situation oh, where right. Mary Kate and Ashley have decided that they don't want to be on this show. Right. So there's a joke in the episode where they say, Oh, I got something from a designer. It's a Mary Kate and Ashley ori- Olsen original. And then they look at the price tag for whatever it was yeah. and they say, Oh, at these prices, I guess I understand why they don't want, don't need to act anymore. Right. Look at the camera. Because they're uh. not on the show. Yeah, maybe they don't want to act anymore because your show fucking sucks. Even they know. Yeah. Even they are <laughs> too good for this. And yeah. I've seen New York Minute. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um,. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I was like, you're digging at them. You're making these little digs at yeah. the Olsen twins, but I feel like they're not watching the show. No, so like this no, is to it's nobody. a joke for people that are like, oh, I. It's just it's one of the shittiest like break the fourth walls kind of jokes. Yeah. What are you it's, telling me? This is a joke for shittiots? Is that it's, what you're saying? It's for shittiots. <laughs> it's totally for shittiots. Yeah, it's for the people that are like, oh, they're really digging into them. And 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 yeah, they don't want to do the show because it's garbage. Yeah. Garbage. They probably know that the old show was garbage, but they were just dumb they're, babies. They, don't make, they didn't, yeah, have any they didn't yeah. make that decision. Their shitty parents did. They don't make. But now, through some fucking miracle, those two girls, I don't know how well adjusted they are. I don't know them. No. But uh, they have a crazy fucking empire. Empire. Yeah, well, they don't make movies anymore because they're, they were like, oh, you know, we're good being moguls yeah. now. Yeah. We don't need don't, to be like, in garbage. Yeah. Don't <laughs> make fun of them for having overpriced clothes or whatever. No. Or maybe they, do. they have I an empire. Know, you but... have a copy of Empire Magazine. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and you borrowed it from Bob Saget. Yeah. Uh, who is also all of the pages yeah. stick together. Uh, <laughs> because Bob Saget comes all over everything he owns? I'm pretty sure that's what I was insinuating. <laughs> and it's probably true. Yeah. That's not even uh, liable. Sorry, I saw an American Pie movie and all of my uh, yeah. humor levels have digressed a little bit. Are there all, it's all cum jokes now. Yep, yeah, that's it. You've been, yeah, you've been yeah. coming in sandwiches. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah, I'm it's gross, just but... like you, you, it. It comes off like I get the idea, like they they think they're being clever by addressing that they're not there, but it just makes them look petty, yeah. sad, yeah. and and it's just so obvious that they're not there because this is shit, and you're so stupid if you think that you can put this shit in their face and say. Oh, you didn't come back for this crap. Like, fuck, <laughs> man. Because the Olsen twins are above this. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, the thing that bums me out the most about this show is not that it that it exists or whatever, because again, Christian programming is a thing for people who have different sensibilities than me. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing that bums me out is what the writers' room must look like because they make jokes like, um, you know, the kid that that everyone wants to set on fire. Or at least we do. Mm-hmm. The little one yeah, who, who yeah. there is yeah. just there to make uh, adorable little eh, look at me kind yeah, of yeah, moments. Yeah. yeah. Um, throughout this whole episode, he's talking about the zombie apocalypse yeah. because the uh, the lights go out. I'm like, okay, well, the concept of a zombie apocalypse being clever uh, is uh, six, seven years yeah, ago expired, now. Expired, like sure. Yeah. That that that's in no way. And also, they kick this whole party off. For a thirteen-year-old girl, with a "y'all ready for this?" Yeah, uh, uh, reference. Yep. And I, I'm like, it, it really feels like a writers' room full of very old white men, <laughs> uh, and not it, they're not bad because they're white or, or men, but uh-huh. it, but it just just old people who are so out of touch and who are just like. Uh, I don't know what's a reference. Yeah, or it feel it. It, it also kind of feels like a writers' room just full of people that I mean, like I feel like there's an alternate reality where the writers' room is amazing because they're doing like point five percent of the work that it actually takes to write a television show, and then the rest of the time we're just eating popcorn, putting their feet up on the table, like yeah. like let's come up with oh, like, okay, they're going to a the birthday party and the lights go out and he thinks it's zombies and. Oh, they're upset. And okay, what is it? it Nine a.m. Let's we're done for the day. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, how long imagine did it take how... to write one of these episodes. Imagine that. Imagine every joke how is long a it first takes. joke. Yeah, every joke is a. Oh, and then we'll have some. And ninety percent of them are not jokes. No, it's just. Uh, all right. Well, we'll say the word zombie apocalypse, but we'll get a six-year-old to say him, and then he'll give us a little smile and a wink, and also he'll have a dog with him. Yeah. Next. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Oh, there's a dog. You got oh, me. great. Yeah. Great. Just garbage. Yeah. Hey, did you hear that, guys? Uh, Glenn pitched a dog. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Promote him. Yeah. He's, a, he's an EP He's director now. now yeah. <laughs> yeah, just... Uh-uh. Oh, the fucking... And, and it just the gall that they have to be like, no, you're better than this. I guess you don't need to act anymore. Yes, they don't. You're yeah. fucking stupid, and you suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I just... I can't imagine... I, I can't believe how much... Uh, Kimmy Gibbler is in this thing too. Yeah, she's a, and they really lean into her as being like, oh, she's the idiot. Remember her? Grr, look at her well, face. She... Like... And they and they say, and they're right, but they're also like, they're like, she doesn't even know how to raise her fucking kid. Yeah. She's a shitty deadbeat mom that we need to tell her how to fucking discipline her children, and uh, she acts like she's in uh, community theater. Yeah, like I really feel like they. I don't know. I feel like they're really laying into her, and I know that the character was originally like, she's the dumb person you hate next door that always yeah, comes yeah. over, but yeah. I just feel like, fuck, they're treating her terribly, like yeah. this character. Yeah, because now she lives there, yeah. and she's someone's mom. Yeah, you know? exactly. The, totally. Oh, fuck, I hate this show. Yeah. I hate this show. I hate it. And I hated the original. Yeah. Aggressively. Oh, the original is Actively. fucking Citizen I, would, hey, I hated it when it wasn't on in front of me. I hated it that much. But the thing like is... Like, my, in my free time, I would think about how much I hated that show. Yeah. This one... I've got I got uh, 15, uh, 15 spare minutes. Yeah. I don't have to be anywhere. Full house for a while. 
the thing is, too, is that this isn't even really... It doesn't even share that much DNA with the original in no. that the original, for better or for worse, had the structure of a sitcom. Yeah. Sure. This doesn't have that. No. This just has a lot of references yeah. and kids. It has the structure of a show that wants to tell you, remember that sitcom? Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. Hey, yeah, it's, it's a so bummer. Bad. I can't wait till we're done with it. Yeah, yeah and yeah. when we are done with it, we're done with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, because yeah. season two shit is going on. I no. don't care what the fuck. Nope. No, and it seems like a lot of people online um, are, are really want us to do Dawson's Creek. <laughs> that well, that we almost of... did. Yeah. We were like, yeah. it was a, a, a you know 25th hour or whatever uh, yeah. dis- decision to go to 90210. So we were gearing up to, to uh, line in there with uh, Dawson's yeah. Creek. Yeah, yeah. Now, it seems like a lot of people are bringing that up. Yeah. Uh, which also seems like a polite nudge away yeah. from Fuller House, which yeah. I don't blame anyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were. I don't know how we're going to talk about this next week. Yeah, there was a hot minute where we were like, "Let's do a stream where we just watch every Fuller House episode." And yeah. I kind of wish we had done that because that would have been would great. Be like dying. We'd yeah, like, <laughs> it would have been more. It would have been more. Uh, the joke would have been the uh, the the endurance of yeah. of watching this. Well, maybe that's what we'll do for season two. Yeah, when season two one comes shot, out, we'll one do big... one twenty four hour period yeah. where we just watch the whole fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh Instead, man! Like because I'm again. How much are we allowed to drink? All they oh, want. just ev- everything <laughs> all the time. Great yeah. until we black out and yeah. forget that we ever watched season two, <laughs> yeah. or until it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> all right, I'm game for that. That sounds yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, but we will be going back to our yeah relay format of uh, teen. Yeah, drama. we need we need some, Which, need again, some ongoing drama. Yes. It is because it, it's so much work. Uh, yeah, but, but I, enjoyed, I loved it so yeah, much yeah, more than I loved great this. Time. Yeah, yeah, this is just painful. Yeah, what are we talking about? We're looking at the Dawson's Creek. We're looking at the OC. Maybe yeah. we are looking at the OC. I feel like we've got a lot of love for both. Yeah, right now, but I feel like Dawson's Creek is the one that's really kind of creeping up behind. Up? Yeah, yeah, I, you know. I, I guess people maybe have more familiarity with. I feel like I don't really know anyone who watches the OC. Are you out there, people? Uh, I feel like the OC was more like when I was in college, people yeah. started to get all about that shit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've never like seen was, an episode. Yeah. No, I've only ever seen parodies. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, it, you, you, when you, I've seen maybe like an episode and you really, even just from seeing an episode, you understand why there was parodies. Right. Because yeah. this show is so teetering close to, is this making fun of these tropes or is it just, yeah. just so cliche? Yeah. Yeah, I might be more curious about it because I've seen a good chunk yeah. of Dawson's Creek. Okay, but that being said, that was part of the reason where it was like well, maybe we should yeah have a look at this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why? Uh, why did you see that chunk? Uh, well, I don't want to put anyone on the spot there, but uh, my my, uh, my yeah, wife Athena is, was going through yeah, them, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Well, because it was, was a she? thing that she watched while <laughs> oh. she was in university. Right? Yeah, where you just you have it on, right? Like, I watched a bunch of fucking yeah. uh, Days of Our Lives in college. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. and Mark Riley. Yeah, yeah. Well, that show was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember, uh, I, I remember Athena saying, like, you guys got to do that show. Cause yeah. I'm watching some of them on, like, Netflix, and this show, it's crazy. Because she doesn't watch it and go, like, isn't this great? Like, with this really well thought out, interesting yeah. show. It's just like a nostalgia trip of yeah. just, like, this is easy to have on. Yeah. I, get that. I have shows like that, too. I so, anyway, it being... it's been on in my house, and I've, and I've watched full episodes and just been like, 
Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could see it being the right kind of fucking retarded. Yeah. Sorry, not to use the word retarded, yeah, but uh, be, it, it's a Kevin Williamson joint, too, isn't it? Uh, Didn't he create this? Uh, yeah. Dawson's He's, Creek? I believe so. Uh, really? I think he did. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, but it's like, yeah, it is your teen soap opera. And there's st- stuff that it happened at point. It's not, I feel like it's not quite as uh, naive, yeah. if that's the right word, as 90210. Dawson's Creek. Okay. It's a little more self-aware. Uh, yeah, I think so. Or just knows not to get too um, preachy right. with certain stuff. But it, it's also in its in it inescapably nineties. Yeah, yeah. Which I think will be. Uh, it, I think it'll be hilarious. fun. There's some to, shit in uh, that goes on that just there are there are, there are you know stomach churning moments of awkwardness. <laughs> on that show. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well, it does have James Vanderbeek. Yeah, it does. And he's a dreamboat. <laughs> he's Dawson. Yeah. Speaking of dreamboats, you're going to want to listen to us next week because we uh-huh. are dreamboats. <laughs> but this has been our episode. <laughs> I'll see you next Wednesday. We got to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, that was Gadoosh, straight flush for yeah. the week. We're going to try and figure out how to keep Genius. talking about this piece of shit. Yep. Uh, <laughs> how many more? Hold yeah. on. How many more? We, Keep doing uh, your we, thing. I'll look I it up. I think we're probably just about halfway through because there's like 13. <sighs> Only of them. half? Yeah. Uh, How many have we seen? Yeah, seriously. Uh, oh, probably about I think Jesus. there's 13 of them. Uh, well, if you want to tell us what you think about Straight Flush Gadoosh, you can email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Go to facebook.com slash synwpc. Uh, hit us up at Twitter at synwpc. And go to modernsuperior.com. Listen to all of our other shows. Listen to my SoCast Life, where they talk about my so-called oh. life. Listen to uh, Flight School. They just did the first episode of Better Call Saul. Uh, and they figure out what they think about that as a pilot looking back, having seen the rest of the show. Uh, and they talk about lots of other stuff. So There's six more episodes. Oh, thank God. That's that's less than I... Yeah, I'm thankful. Oh, God. But otherwise, uh, hit us up uh, at info at Tell us all mm-hmm. your thoughts. And otherwise, that has been our 212th episode. We will see you next Wednesday. Internet, goodbye. Goodbye, Bye. Internet. Goodbye. Uh, the S in Stephen Dorf uh, stands for shittiest. <laughs> <laughs>